actually my cousin, Marcel Young. He played in the CFL and he had a, a great stint and playing for the CFL, the Canadian Football League. He also had a stint in the NFL. So he's a guy that knows his sports, no doubt about it. So guys, we're gonna open the show to you, uh, big dog, man. What we got? Man, well, we're talking about this trap game here. Trap game of the week was the Giants and the Seahawks. Giants pulled it out, man, 17-12. I don't know, did, did we see that coming? I mean, Woo! I don't hey. know. I must I admit, Jawan saw it coming. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna t- we're gonna talk about the Giants first before we get on to that Washington and Pittsburgh. Um, yeah. Hello. You know what I mean? I I didn't really see that the uh, Giants was gonna beat the Seahawks. Hey, hey you don't see Jawan hand right there? I called it. I hear you, player. <laughs> I, I I didn't see it. I thought Seattle was gonna win that game, man. What did you think about that, Gerard? What did you see that I didn't see? I mean, they just, you know what I'm saying, they just forced Russell into throwing bad throws. They disguised their secondary a lot. And, you know, it kind of confused Russell a lot. I mean, everybody talk about their stiff arm play that DK did to James Bradbury. But other than that, James James Bradbury locked up DK. You know what I'm saying? So it just more of New York confusing Seattle for them to go into Seattle and getting that big win. And now with that win, it, it puts New York right into the thick of things in that division. I, I think that with these two, two NFC teams and New York and Washington, we get, we just got to recognize how good their defenses are and how, how much they have improved during the season. We look at the secondary of New York. I, I think that the secondary of New York Giants is one of the most underrated secondaries, and they actually have some great guys in Bradbury, Logan Ryan, uh, Jabril Prevost, somebody that can come off the – Come, he's like a Jamal Adams. He can come down and make the play that you need to happen. So I think we got to recognize these guys as one of the these two teams is the top two defenses in the league, and we we just got to look at uh, it like Lee, that. We gotta we gotta ask a question then because we're talking okay. about you know Russell being the MVP this year. We are talking mm-hmm. about they having one of the top offenses uh, in the league this year. You play one of the worst teams, one of the worst teams in the worst division in the NFL. And they only hold you to 12 points. So now we got to ask, is, is Seattle a legit offense? That's what we got to ask. We got to ask that question now. Wait, you know I'm what I'm saying? Seattle, so we was looking at Russell. We, we was looking at Russell at one point as the best quarterback in the NFL. Yes, now we how were. We, now how are we looking at a Russell and Seattle's offense? How is we looking at them now? I mean, I'm, Seattle offense, ahead, it's, um, it's lethal, but my only problem is with Seattle offense, they just too Russell Wilson dependent. You know, they depend yeah. on Russell Wilson to make them big plays week in and week out. I mean, if it wasn't for Russell Wilson making them big plays every week, Seattle wouldn't even be 84 right now. And I'm just being real. I'm not hating. If they can learn how to, if they can learn how to contribute from every position on offense, they'll be good because Russell Wilson had to run out the pocket and make impossible throws, hit his receivers, and this and this and that. If they can learn how to make plays without Russell Wilson making heaven-like plays, I think Seattle will be good because they got the worst one of the worst O-lines in the league, and they take Russell Wilson, yeah. super Russell Wilson, to do something every week for, them, for him to come through. I mean, they lost to the Giants Sunday, and they barely beat the Eagles. So I think they were yeah. destined to lose this game against the Giants. I, I, just based off how they played against so the then, Eagles, because the Eagles. So then we gotta go. So mm-hmm. then we gotta go back and say 
Just like I asked the question, are they elite? I'm going to say this. Russell, hold on. And is Russell the real deal? I mean, because we have to ask this question. You're talking about two trap games that they played with the Eagles, with the Giants, and they almost lost to the Eagles, Eagles. and they did lose to the Giants. So, I mean, what's going on? I think personally what's going on is that we don't talk about it enough. Russell Wilson is the guy. He's one. He's going to go down as a Hall of Fame or a great quarterback. But we just got to look at the fact of it is that Seattle, when they have been great, when Seattle was great, they were a run-heavy team. We look at what they had with Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch was a key component. We look at Chris Carl. We looked at Chris Carson and they had um other guys that they had at one time they had like three running backs that were over like 500 yards in one season or it was something like that. They t- the team the offensive line is not as good as it was and their run game is not as high powered as it is. That their run game kicks off Russell Wilson. It gets him started. It's the momentum that keeps him going. So we got to look at it as I think they're still a high powered offense, but the run game is not as efficient as we would look at a Seattle team as it usually would be. And I think that's one of the problems right now is that run game is not efficient to set that basis for Russell Wilson to get going. And like Gerard says, Russell Wilson has to do everything this year because of the run game is not as efficient as it has been in past years. You know? So basically what you're saying is you got to have that combo run game, pass game to win. Yeah. Now let's do a a reverse. Let's do a – Let's do a reverse because mm-hmm. of the fact that we all know Cleveland Browns don't have both. They only have one. I can't. I hey. You got they got Man. a run game. Release they got up. a run game, but they got a trash. They got a trash quarterback. They can't. They can't. But this the thing though. They showed me some this week. But it's the thing though. They got a run game. Yeah. They, they can control week. the clock. They got a run game. They can control the clock, and they got a good defense. So yes. That's what. And, that, there you go, right there. And Seattle wow. defense hasn't been great this year. Also, it, no, it, it's almost dead bottom in every defensive category. Last. It, it's a shame that Jamal Adams lead their team in sacks. It is. That's a shame. You know what? Because it's funny y'all said that because we're gonna transition over <laughs> to another supposed to be great team. Saying this is this. Now we got to talk about a team mm. who will not pick a name. Hmm. Name the Washington football, football team, team, the most generic team ever. Who beat a undefeated team that's supposed to Steelers. be so great? Has a good, great defense, subspar offense. Which we've <laughs> hey, Gerard, look like you're facing the over there. <laughs> I understand. We've been discussing this all along. We I understand it. that I Pittsburgh, it. Cannot, Pittsburgh cannot pick their schedule. We all know that Pittsburgh yes. cannot pick their they schedule. They had a bunch of close we games. All have been saying, we all have been saying that Pittsburgh was suspect. Did this one game, trap game, prove our point? Yeah. Mm. And what I feel like, how the way Washington played Pittsburgh, I think Washington actually laid out a blueprint to the rest of the league on how to beat Pittsburgh. It starts with your defensive front. If you can pressure Big Ben, you can beat Pittsburgh because this dude's about the same time. I've been saying that all If you get a good defense in there to put pressure on Big Ben, y'all will win that game. I've been and saying Washington that. Needed. But Washington as like what Austin said, though, if you go down the schedule, when Pittsburgh <laughs> have won some of these games that they should have lost, very close. They should have lost. They should have been had 
losses by now that they skate through because of who? What you always say? The refs. The refs, the refs, the refs, refs been saving the Steelers all season, hey, man. They didn't they save them last night. They didn't save them last night. They didn't save them, man. It wasn't gonna save them hey, last night. I know for a fact they saved them against my Cowboys. I just gotta point that out because hey, yeah. I just gotta say yeah, that. Like, I wanna, what I want to speak on, off what he said in the live last, like Montez Whitman been making key plays for them Huge back, back plays. Weeks. And Huge then Chase Young is starting. Chase Young is starting to develop until that rookie. Yeah, we expected in him. Yeah. And now we gotta look out for Washington. Like I said in your live last night, when you asked me who do I, who should I choose between them and New York to win the division, I'm gonna choose Washington. Because Giants have a tough schedule for the last three games. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking by the Giants because I'm sticking by it. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all this too. We can't take a, nothing away from Alex Smith. He is having a good yes. season. Yeah, but since but, they put hey, him back in, since they put him in, he has been having a good season. We 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 forget say what weeks. We forget. We forgetting the guy that Alex Smith was, though. He was a guy that could lead a team to an NFC championship, lead a team almost to a Super Bowl. He is a guy that's been here and done that, and I think this was the perfect decision for Washington leading up. To go along with him for the rest of the season. Yes, and we, yeah. if we look at it, Terry McLaurin, we really weren't raving about Terry, um, Terry McLaurin as we were until Alex Smith got on the hill and we started seeing him rack up 100 yards, 60, 80 yards. Alex Smith is a guy yeah. that you want with a young uh, wide receiving core like the Western uh, football team guy. So I look at it as, man, Alex Smith is the guy. I'm still sticking by the Giants, but Alex Smith definitely, they definitely have a great chance at winning just off of their front four. I'm, hey, I'm not going to lie, I'm stuck on that front I'm going to call four. it right now. Washington football team going to finish 79 and New York going to mm. finish 16. Watch. Mm. Gonna tell you. Okay. Mm. That's a bold mm. statement. So, can I flip over to this, though? Yeah. What was the more outstanding win? Was mm-hmm. it the way that New York beat Seattle, or was it the way that Washington beat um, I would go beat with Pittsburgh? The, I would go with the way how Washington beat Pittsburgh, because let's not forget, Washington came back from a 14 and nothing deficit to beat Pittsburgh. And then they held Pittsburgh to three points in the second half. So, I'm going to go with Washington, because they defense stepped up when it I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree with you 100%. And the reason I'm going to agree with you is this. They was the undefeated team until yesterday. <laughs> so, yes, I'm going with Washington. And then not only they, I'm going with Washington. Washington was mad I'm going with Washington. Can I? I, I, yes. I don't, yes. Hold on, Paul. They was already saying, oh, they was already saying, oh, Pittsburgh don't really have to worry about nothing. This is a trap game. But what did this I say in the last show? What did I say the in the last show? Said, don't lose. Yep. And Washington proved me he right, was the main one that kept right. bringing up all these different trap games, saying who was going to win these games. I, well, I don't know what you guys looking yep. at right now. I personally do not know what you guys looking at right now. Because um, Seattle only scored five points. Look. I can't even count the five. They put the, up five points. The only reason oh, I didn't choose I New York, the only reason I didn't choose New York because pretty much New York had control over their whole game. Because New York pretty much had control right. over their whole game. When you but that was the most at, when you look at it from Washington perspective, they had to come back and win, which made it impressive. 
But the impressive side of it is, though, is that a four and seven New York Giants team went in and, and beat a um. Let me see. See, I was eight and three or eight and four. They eight and four now, or something like that. But see, yeah, they, eight and four. they came but is, in. But see, you're and, not looking at the point. And I beat mean, a top NFC team at about, four and seven. Right. I understand what you're talking about about the New York and the Seattle game. The Washington is a more impressive game because of the fact you went in there and beat a undefeated team. And not only did you beat them, you beat That nobody, hey, you know what, that nobody but Gerard seen was going to happen. But, hey, can That's I just like point I this said, out? Man. Pittsburgh, offensive-wise, has been stagnant. They have been putting up 17 to win games. You know what I'm saying? They have been relying on that team. But Seattle has been putting up 30 points religiously. I mean, they put up – they've been putting up 30 points almost every game except for, like, two or three. I'm going to go down and list some of the games that they – you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Seattle – I'm going to just point out some of the points that they've been scoring. And to hold those guys to five points of four and 17 out of the NFC least, putting up five – holding them to five points, that's a huge accomplishment in my eyes because Pittsburgh has only been scoring 17 win games. You look at uh, the, the Ravens game, they only scored like 20 to beat them. The Steelers have been relying on their defense completely. But Seattle has still been a high-power offense. Just check this out. Seattle in the first game against the Falcons put up 38 points. Against the Patriots put up 30 points. Against the Cowboys, I mean, they put up 35. Against the Cowboys, they put up 38. Against the Vikings, 27. Cardinals, they put up 34. 37 against the 49ers. 34 against the Buffalo Bills, 16 against the Rams. But then again, they put up 28 against the Cardinals. They have been putting up numbers, numbers that I myself have not seen that many points from you know this year. To be honest, with you saying the numbers, they only – they describe Seattle offense with one word to me. They often been up and down all season long. All season long. Really but they has. still have like, been in that 30 range. It's not been an offense that we've been worried I mean, about. It's they, been they, that they, defense. They, they, um, they offense is lights out, but – and you, the numbers you just said, it's just showing me that they, they up and down. And when you need them the most, they don't show up. I mean, they lost to the blue. They, they went to bed against Buffalo. They went to bed against the Giants. And they almost went to bed against the Eagles. The team that they're supposed to beat, they don't blow them out. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, I'm not saying Buffalo a bad team. We all know Buffalo one of the best teams in the NFL. But Seattle offense is up and down because mm-hmm. they have to depend on Russell Wilson. Like you said, week in and week out because he don't have that run game he used to have back in those Legion of Boom days. So it's right. all Russell Wilson this, Russell Wilson that. It kind of describes how Aaron Rodgers is with the Packers. They depend so much on Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers has come up short year in and year out. So that's why I said so much on him. Which was a Seattle slap in take his the next face step. when you go. Which so was a Seattle slap in his the next face step, when you got to surround go Russell Wilson with something. Right. Mm-hmm. But with Aaron Rodgers, which was a slap in his face when you're going to go out there and draft his successor. Come on, man. And, and instead of getting a receiver. Disrespectful thing in football? Wait. That was very disrespectful. Very disrespectful. <laughs> he drafted his successor instead of getting this man some help. We won game away from the Super Bowl. And you drafted his successor. Listen, I was like that at the beginning of the season. But now we look at Green Bay and what Aaron Watson has been doing with this receiving core. Mm-hmm. The Packers may have one of the best receiving cores in the league right now. And I don't Say think that that's a lot. The Packers may have one of the best. Receiving cores in the league, and okay. it's not because of. Now let me ability. ask you a question though. Hold Aaron on, why, why you? Hold on. They have skill set at their receiving core. Is court. it because? Of, 
Is it because of Aaron Rodgers? It's because it's Aaron Rodgers. Made these guys good. It's, it's because, because Aaron without Rogers. Aaron Rodgers being on, without Aaron Rodgers being on uh, the Green Bay Packers, we wouldn't even be talking about Green Bay at all. Period. Yes, yeah. You know, because I don't Aaron think Rodgers, love guys, when came been, in. We wouldn't know them guys' yeah, names yeah. without Aaron Rodgers. Right. With the way Aaron Rodgers played, we wouldn't even be talking about love. Yes. If he took over for Aaron Rodgers, we wouldn't even be talking about it. And you know what? You and know this know what is I'm why saying? I say so Aaron Rodgers is my MVP over Mahomes because I think, me personally, I think Mahomes, I think Aaron Rodgers is more valuable to the Packers than Mahomes is to Kansas City because without Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay would not be in the position they are right now. But when you look at last season when Kansas City had Matt Moore, they were still winning games without Mahomes. So I feel like that's why Aaron Rodgers is my MVP is because he's because without A Rod, Green Bay wouldn't be where they are right now. Yeah, it's just that the only reason we got to give it to Patrick is he's just been so perfect, and it's crazy to say. Only throwing one interception. I, I don't know if he still has the one interception rule, or it may. Um, I don't know. I gotta he check got the stats. He got two. Yeah, okay, two. But two out of thirteen, yeah, out of thirteen to twelve games this year. Wait, they played mm-hmm. twelve out of twelve games, and we in week thirteen, headed to week fourteen. Out of yes. those weeks, to only throw two to interceptions, that is almost impossible. That is almost insane to say. Most QBs cannot do that. And Aaron Rodgers is almost on that level. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, don't look at me like that, Gerard, man. Aaron Rodgers did last season. He, did, he only threw two picks last season. <laughs> well, my bad. My bad. Oh, uh, hey, hey. I'm hey, just saying, like I'm that, just man. saying, hey, look, if we had to put in, if we had to look at two of the top quarterbacks in the league, it's definitely between Patrick and A-Rod. It's no, A-Rod nobody A-Rod. else in that discussion. The two, the two top quarterbacks in the league, like you said, I agree, is Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it's not even close right now how the way these guys are playing. Aaron not. Rodgers got 36 touchdowns and four interceptions, and he lead the league in passing touchdowns. It's not. So, it's crazy. And he, he just reached the rate. He just re- uh, reached his 400 uh, passing touchdown this Mark. week, too. Yeah, to uh, exactly. um, So, yeah, mm-hmm. hey, we, hey, we got to flip over. This is right, crazy. Brother. Yeah, this, we going to flip over. This, this is at the top of our show. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, my Let's bad. Let's go on down here. Yeah, ain't no problem, player. Ain't no problem, player. You know what? I'm going to change this question up a little bit because I don't okay. like how this question is. It, it, it is right now. But I'm going to change it up. We're going to talk about the AFC. We're going to okay. talk about who is the top four teams in the AFC. But let me give you mine first. My okay, top four. All right. You know, number one to me is, is KC. KC is number okay. one. Pittsburgh can't take away Pittsburgh number two. And is, is this in that order? One, two, three, four. In my order. In okay. my in order. His order. In his okay. order. Buffalo is number three Mm-mm. in my order. Hold on. Mm-mm. And now – you know, I guess we got to add the Browns in there if y'all really want to just add them in there. But that is <laughs> no. the top four of the AFC coming out the AFC. Now, I'm going to go back to the original question, okay? If the Browns, which I don't believe is, but I'm going to say it anyway, to me, mm-hmm. is the Browns a threat to my top three, which is KC, Pittsburgh, Buffalo. They're the a threat to Pittsburgh right now. They're a threat to Pittsburgh right now. They definitely okay. a threat to Pittsburgh because if we look at it, I mean, I don't like to judge games of, of other teams being played, but if we examine what's happened, you know, you look at uh, the Browns. They completely dominated Tennessee. You know what I'm saying? Tennessee made it a game at the end, but they completely dominated Tennessee. 
the going back to the flip side of it, Pittsburgh completely, you know what I'm saying? They barely looked up and got out of the game against Tennessee. You know what I'm saying? The Titans. Hold on. It was, let me, let it me was cut because you of off right quick. Let okay. me cut you off. Go ahead. Let me cut you off right quick. Because this this is what I want to know, because we at the pivotal point, which is very important right now, because we all know when the season ends, it restarts. Now, let me ask y'all a question. We know what Kansas City can do in the playoffs. We know what Pittsburgh can do in the playoffs. Maybe we can see exactly what Buffalo going to do in the playoffs. Browns ain't never been there. How we gonna? How, we don't know. You know what kind of pressure is that gonna put on your Baker Mayfield that trying to true. get the Browns a, a win in the playoff? Now we all, you know, regular season to the side is about to start all over again. We're going down to zero again. Can he get them a win in the playoff? Because the other teams can, because they didn't been there. You see yes. what I'm saying? That's the question we need I, to ask right I, now. I trust. I trust with that question. I completely trust the Browns' run game to get them a win in the playoffs. I think they can get a win in the playoffs this year. And I'm saying it with my chest. Test out. The Browns will get a win in their first round of these playoffs, and I completely stand by that because of their run game. And it doesn't – Baker doesn't have to do it too much. He doesn't they play. They play okay. Vegas. If, 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 if the playoffs started today, they would play Vegas. They will be Vegas. Yes, that is true. I, I, I have to agree because the run game is stellar. Um, it's just like, you know, how we were talking, going back to Russell Wilson. I think and the run game honest, completely, you know, bases Baker <clears throat> play. If they come out hot, Baker going to come out hot, you know? So, yeah, go go back to what you said, Gerard. And I feel like if it wasn't for a, a, a boneheaded cover zero call, New England would be playing um, – Cleveland, the playoff started today because, to be honest, the J- the Raiders are supposed to be six and six right now, but uh, Greg Williams made that dumb call and then he paid the result for it. So yeah. I'm I was sold on Las Vegas to start off the season. Now I'm looking at how the way they're performing the last month. I'm not really sold yeah, on. I'm, like I'm not no sold at all. I'm not sold at all. I gotta agree. But uh, going because back the Jets, to- because the Jets had them right there where they wanted. Is all I'm gonna say. Yeah, we're going to get to that topic. We're we going to that next. Hold on. You're getting too ahead of yourself, right? But, man, look, my top four teams in the AFC right now, if we had to base it off, it would be KC. It would be the Buffalo Bills. I'm putting the Cleveland Browns over Pittsburgh right now. I'm choosing the Cleveland Browns over the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the simple fact of, yeah, Pittsburgh blew out Cleveland Browns early on in the season. But an early on season match doesn't mean too much to me because teams evolve every game, you know what I'm saying, week to week. I look at what Washington did to Pittsburgh and Big Ben, and I look at the stars that's on this Cleveland Browns team and they front for and Miles Garrett, and you telling me that Miles Garrett can't get that same pressure that Montez Sweat and Chase Young got on Big Ben? Are you, you telling me you telling me that this Miles Garrett is still in seeds can't get and that same know, pressure and pressure Big Ben? We got, got all these other because, guys. You got a yeah. point because Miles Garrett didn't play the first time they played. Yeah. Because he was and, on Kobe at least. And then we we look at this Cleveland Brown. We wasn't looking at how great their running game was at the beginning of the year. I'm sold on their running game. I'm completely yeah. sold on the Cleveland Browns running game. I agree. Completely. They got a two-headed monster in the backfield. They can control I'm, I'm the clock on, I'm on any team. Right now, with that run game, I'm sold on. I'm right now. I'm sold on regular season. We don't know what's gonna happen playoff. 
I mean, you know, I playoff mean, brings a whole playoff this? brings a whole different pressure. Animal. You know what I'm saying? Something that most of the guys on the Cleveland haven't experienced. You know what I'm saying? So it remains to be seen right now. But Gerard, yeah. I need to hear your folk. My four. Okay. Number one, I'm gonna go KC. Number two, I'm gonna go Pittsburgh. Number three, I'm gonna go Buffalo. And number and number four, I know y'all like Cleveland. And I know what I said last night in, in, the, in your live. I was then, but overnight my mind changed, watching a whole bunch of highlights and stuff. My number four, I'm gonna say Miami, the, the fourth best team in the AFC. D. Mm-hmm. I, really, I, I really like I really like what Tua been doing. He been taking care of the ball. Well, you know, been, Miami been was my, is my. You remember I said Miami was my sleeper along with uh, the uh, uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Was my yeah. two sleeper well, teams. Those well, how are how my Miami two. Been playing? They but not for right sleeper, now, I think for right now, I think for right now we got to get a Browns. They props. That's the only thing yeah. I'm saying for right now. The, so the far, thing, we all had. Pretty much the same. I agree with with that one. You know, Gerard was the only one that flipped it up and had um, Miami in there. So that yeah. was the difference. So I agree. What we are doing right now, basically, we all agreeing on three teams, except for Gerard taking out the one team. Yeah, the only thing that I gotta say about Miami is I'm I'm uh I like two of them and what they doing for sure, but. I'm confused on how how healthy will Tua stay. You know, he's been in and out of games. He, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. the only knock that I got on Miami. I like Miami, and I'm sold on them guys. But I just got to see how his health goes on. But uh, let's move on. And the, and the only reason oh. I, I'm going to say one more thing, then we can move on. And the only, okay. thing I, the only reason I choose Miami, because like I said, I like how the way Tua been playing. He's been taking care of the ball. He hasn't been making, like, them dumb throws. He's been doing what Brian Flores tell him to do. The defense been playing pretty good. At least I think they top three in takeaways. So, so and they don't and, and they number one in the time of possession, which is a really big factor going into the playoffs. You know, keeping yeah. them dangerous quarterbacks on the sideline. So yeah, that's true. That's why that's why I really like Miami right now, man. Okay. I think, you still got you know, still got you still got to think about you still got to think about if you do not have that playoff experience mm-hmm. once regular season stops, everything goes back to zero. Pressure right. builds up. That pressure builds up. I don't see Miami, uh, you know, in the playoffs uh, performing well. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that's just we, my opinion. Yeah, I, got, I, I think that's one of them we got to see, you know, uh, how they feel. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, guys, let's flip over. I got my cousin in here, Marcel Young. How you doing, Marcel? What's going on, fellas? I'm doing good. What's going on? What's going on? Just to introduce you to some of the guys. This is Gerard. Uh, Gerard, introduce yourself. What's up, Marcel? My name's Gerard. You know what I'm saying? What's going on, bro? Me, I've been with boys for the longest, so it's great to have you on the show. Like I got some questions to ask you, man. Real, for real. And you I know, got my I'm, boy. Hey, Jerry G, a.k.a. Big Dog player. <laughs> I was listening to you the other day when you was in there giving the all yeah, off you that giving me the on blues Madden. on Madden. Yeah, you yeah. giving them that whooping on Madden. So I was, I was listening to that. He was giving me the blues. He was giving me the blues. You know, I, I, I just got to teach him lessons. You know what I mean? Very, very bright guy. You know, I like the way that I like the way that Austin going in. You know, every in every aspect of his life, and you know what I mean. I'm proud of him. I, I, I never really tell him that, you know, but I am. And you know, and even when we play the game, you know, it just brings that competitive spirit back out of me. You know what I mean? Even though I'm not, I don't do things com- 
competitive no more, but playing the game, it gives me that, that, that urge, that rush, that feeling. But, uh, you know, I enjoy yeah. my time running. And I like the way that, you know, that he's moving. And, you know, and, you know I'm just proud of him as a big cousin. Yeah, appreciate, sure. appreciate that, cousin, man. But, hey, I'm proud. Hey, I, I just got to start out by saying this. First off, I'm proud of what you did, man. You were a huge influence on my life. You one of the reasons I started sports. I may have been, I, hey, I ain't going to lie. I wasn't the best. But, hey, I got out there and tried and tried to do something. But uh, let's talk about I ain't about never you. seen a young man that played football had the cleanest uniform. Hey, I used to watch his game, and I'm looking at it like, wait a minute, you got the cleanest uniform hey, on the side. Hey, what the hey, heck is dog. going on? And hey, I say, hey. look, I told Austin like this go rub some dirty stuff on your uniform, hey, man. Hey, look, no, I was better than track, no. I was better than track, no. When I played football, I got in the game. Yeah. <laughs> he got in the game. He was on man, special you, team. You know what? He was on yeah. special oh, team. Man, you know what? Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, but you know what? They, they, they pay us DBs to look pretty, man. They pay us. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I had to. Hey, couldn't man, nobody look, tell me. Look, look. Yeah. I seen the game one time that he got in the game, right? He's supposed to try to make a tackle. The man went right past. I'm like, what the <laughs> heck? Hey, 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 no, I made the tackle. It was a shoestring tackle, though. I made the tackle. They don't pay us for that. Hey, I see. Extra. I see because I used to I used to watch this game, boy, and I was like, oh my God. This is terrible. Hey, look, though, I can I can say this though. I was better in track. I won a couple races. I got a couple medals in track. So I'm just hey look, football won my sport, but I was better in track though. I'm just Point hey, that out. Cool. That's cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna point cool. that out. Hey, but, hey, just put on a football uniform, get you the ladies, player. That's all it matters. Hey, hey, that's that's all all matters count. right there, player. You know they like a man in uniform. <laughs> that's all it matters. Hey, there hey, you, you know they like a man in uniform for sure. That's right, but, player. There you go. Hey, let me talk. I'm um gonna flip it over to you, cause oh uh, man, tell the people how you know <laughs> what you do, man. What you famous for, and kind of just let let the <laughs> people know about you, man. Uh. Famous, I don't, I don't know nothing about that. I don't, I don't know nothing <laughs> about that. But, uh, you know, uh, I, I did happen to, you know, you know, be fortunate enough to uh, play nine years in the Canadian Football League. Uh, yeah. You know, it was amazing. It was an amazing journey. It was, it was way more than what I expected. You know, I, I, I didn't know what to expect, but it was more than what I expected. If I could, you know, if I, if you can feel what I'm saying, what I'm saying. But, uh, you know, yeah. just you know, built different relationships with a lot of, a lot of great guys, guys I'll never forget, you know, been a battle with. And, you know, those are, you know, like how they say college, the best time of your life. But, you know, and it was, but man, you know, me being in a locker room and building relationships and bonding with those guys and learning their families and all that, those are relationships that I have, you know, a lifetime. And, you know, uh, we have so, fun memories and time that we spend it. You know, even in, the, even in the moment of battle and arguing and all that, but we, you know, the common goal was to win. Like, you know, you're away from yeah. your family for six months at a time. So that's really your family. And, you know, and sometimes that's what family do argue. But, you know, you, you, you still have one, you still have one common goal. And that's the, and that's you know, the just win, to come out man. victorious every game. It might not always happen like that. But the thing that I, I'm a, I'm a process guy. Like, I'm not, I'm not so big on the result as of right now. And, you know, that's just how I look at life and everything. Hey, you sounded like MB. The process. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, that's how I am, man. You know, like... Trust uh, the process, for sure. I, I, yeah, yeah. You know, like, uh, I, I'm just not big on, like, 
like, you know, even watching football, like, you know, uh, like I, I, you know, when I hopped on, you know, I, 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 I was listening to y'all talk about the Dolphins and y'all gave some very, you know, some very good insight on the team and everything. And, and like I said, I'm about the process. And I like the direction that they're headed, you know, with, yeah. with, with B-Flow and, you know, what he's doing with the defense and, you know, the personnel that he has gotten over the last year or so and, and free agency and getting after the quarterback. Like you said, they, they, they're a pressure scheme team. And, you know, if, if you can affect the quarterback, you give yourself a chance. And like you said, they they turn uh, um, – they keeping the ball away from the opposing team. You know they they're very balanced Red team. You know they they not asking to a, to do a lot, but what he what he is doing, he's being very accurate and making some decent decisions with the football. And like how you said, it just comes down to you know can his health you know hold up? And I think it will. And I'll you know like, but this is how I, this, like in all in all, this just how I view like it. You know that you got to go through that you got to go through hard times and embrace those times and you know it's only going to make you stronger. You know you you never you never ask to lighten the load. You just you just ask for wider shoulders, broader shoulders to carry more. So you know so that's just yeah, how I be cool, like. Cool. Hey, I you answered a lot of questions I had coming your way just off that. <laughs> but but hey, let's get into like more of your early life. You know you coming from a country kid. You know coming from. Well, uh, you could it was Mississippi. Let's talk about that coming from, you know, the countryside of Mississippi, man. Let's talk about your early life. Uh, what got you in the sports? Well, see, you know, uh, well, well, I, well uh, my dad, he's from Vicksburg. So, you know, my yeah. mom and my dad, they had moved to Vicksburg. So, you know, I kind of, I, I don't know if you want to say that's the city, but I guess it's the city for, you know, from where yeah, I grew for, up. From Utah. the ship, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, um, you know, I, I was in Vicksburg and, you know, I got into, you know, I lived in the neighborhood, and so, you know, kids would be outside playing basketball and football all on the street and all that. So I got into playing sports, and then I got into more organized sports in third grade. I remember that. I, until last year, man, you know, last year was my first year being retired and, you know, not playing yeah. no football. But from third grade all the way to last year, so I want to say for about 29 years, you know, I was playing sports on a consistent basis, you know, year-round, every year. So last year was the first time I was able to, you know, take a step back, you know, and just, you know, just look at my career and life over, you know, just over a period of time. But growing up, uh, you know, I, I got into playing football, soccer, uh, basketball, baseball. And I actually yeah. love baseball, but when I moved, when my mom, when my parents separated or whatever, my mom moved back to her hometown in Utica and I went back and they didn't really have a, a baseball like that. Yeah. So, you know, I just clung towards more football and more tracking. I've always been pretty fast. I was always faster than, you know, just my uh, my classmates or whatever. And, yeah. and even when I got older, it just carried on. And um, But growing up, I, I can say like freshman year in high school, I was too small. I was yeah. maybe about five, eight, 130 pounds. And, you know, going into high school, those some big guys, I, I could move, but yeah. I, I wasn't strong enough. I wasn't developed. But you were looking like Slender Man, huh? <laughs> it never really been big, but I, I had to get stronger. How about this? Yeah, yeah. like this. But you, you know, know like in, in, in football, you, you know, a lot of kids these days, you know, they they so worried about you know being being big, and and but as an athlete, an athlete is built on movement, flexibility, strength. Yeah. It's not all. It's not always about. And so, you know, that's what my high school coach used to pour into me, and he used to tell me that when I was when I was probably. A, a senior in high school, he said, with the you know with with your speed and you know you get more flexible. He said you could play on Sundays, 
And you know, you yeah. know, you're just thinking a, a coach telling you that to motivate you. But if you you might not believe it, but if if you see a lot of uh, professional athletes, they have small, skinny legs. Like they they they're big up top. They do work out. You know, they do. You know, they are bigger guys. But like like let's just say a a guy goes to the combine. He's probably ten to fifteen pounds heavier than what he probably played at at that yeah. time. Or you know, he's training at a different weight to improve the scouts. But once he get back into his seasonal routine. Those pounds are gonna come off, man. You know, uh, like I said, being an athlete is, you know, being flexible, fluid, movement skills. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so about the mental side too. The mental. It's about that yeah, mental yeah. side. I mean, it's all mental, man. Like every yeah. year, every year I would come back from Canada, man. I would be like totally burnt out on like football. Like uh, you know, it would be time for the season to be over with because it's a constant oh. grind. And like I said, you know. You have to every day. You have to enjoy the grind, enjoy the process, and just enjoy the ups and downs. Like, cause, like I, like they always say, you know, everything is is right between your ears, man. You know, like I, I used to talk to myself before every play. You know, what I mean, <laughs> just you know, go back over yeah. the call. You know, what I mean, or you know, even say a prayer before every series. I got there and just tell you know, just tell the good man upstairs to just bless me and you know, be with both teams or whatever. You know, or just let your light shine on me and my teammates. And that's the thing, you know, like like I said, everything is between your ears. And and, and me carrying over from, like, football into being working in the last year and a half, I always tell myself that, that you know, everything is in between your ears, that you can overcome anything. You know, I, I have a 12-year-old daughter. I, I try to tell her, you know, and I think it's cliche that, you know, people say that you could be anything that you want to be. But, in you know, really and truly, like, you can you can really be, yeah you can yeah. really be you know whatever you want to be into so, existence know, yeah that's yeah. what it is you know like the power of the tongue I was talking to one of my good friends the other day and back in the day I I told him I said uh I wanted to uh, I, I was driving my little college car and um and I was like man I'm tired of this car and by 15 20 minutes later I was in the wreck and totaled it out why and, you know he he pulled up to he pulled up to the uh to the accident to the scene and he was like. Well, bro, you just said you was tired of the car, man. I was like, yeah, I did. You know what I mean? So sometimes, you know, <laughs> it's, like how you said, you can speak into existence, man. So you yeah. want to speak positive over your life. And, and it's not to say that you're going to face some adversity. But again, it's just you got to be able to look at it as it's a process. It's a grind. Like nothing, nothing that nothing, anything that I'm pretty sure that you guys, even if it's some tennis shoes or whatever, like, you know, you, you paid a price for it and you got to oh, pay yeah. a price for it. For everything, man. So, you know, that's just how I try to look man, at it. Hey, the way you talking, man, I might have to speak in this uh to is just them new J's coming out real fast. Hold Whatever, on. Whatever, man. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm yeah. in the city. When you said tennis shoes, I'm thinking about you playing tennis. So I'll, I'm sorry. About that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, I'm stop chatting, man. man. So we talk we talk about gym shoes, play. That's all I can do. No, that's never what y'all call it gym shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we call it gym shoes. So when you say really tennis shoes, I'm like, he playing tennis too? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know crazy. what, though? I got a question, and I'm trying to word yeah, this man. right because I don't want to word this wrong. Um, you say you've been in a Canadian league eight years. Nine, like, right? Nine, nine, nine years. years. Have the NFL ever came in your mind? It did. It did, man. It, it did. Uh. <laughs> Man, you know, I tell people this all the time. You might not believe me, but like uh, after the 2014 season, um, I was yeah. I was going to be a Canadian League free agent. I could assign with any team in the CFL, and I had like NFL teams wanting to work me out. And 
So, you know, after the 2014 season, we lost in the um, conference finals, you know, one game away from, like, the, uh, the Super Bowl up there or whatever. Yeah, it's called the Great Cup, right? Great Cup, yeah. yeah. So we, we lost in the conference finals. And uh, I ended up breaking my hand. But, uh, you know, my agent, he was calling. He was like, man, you know, when you come home this offseason, you know, it's, it's, you're not going to be able to rest like that. You know, I got you about six or seven workouts, you know, with different NFL teams. He's like, nothing's guaranteed or nothing like that. But I got six or seven teams that want to, you know, work you out, bring you in for a workout. Getting ready to leave, you know, my team, they like, but they were like, you know, we really value, we want you here. So, you know, it just kind of like weighed heavily on me. And so, man, I ended up calling my mom, you know, I'm talking to her about it, you know. And, you know, basically she just kind of just told me, you know, she said, Marcel, you know, like, Austin, you know, you know your aunt. Yeah, you know, yeah, she, she, definitely. Like, she very, uh, how I want to put it, like. <laughs> I, I'm going to let you find a word for it. Uh, <laughs> I don't I'm really know how to do it, but like, you know, coming from a parent, man, you know, it's probably a little bit more, but I, I, I understood, like, you know, somebody else from the outside, they'll probably look at it and be like, what? Mom's really said that? But like, you know, she was just like, you know, Marcia, she don't really, she was like, I think you can have a good life, a good career up there in Canada. She was like, I don't really want you back over here in the, in the States playing and, you know, people yeah. thinking you got, people thinking you got this and that and what you not doing for, you know, the inner city or doing for your people or trying to help them out. People going to have their, hand, their hands out. She was like, I think that you, you know, that you could, you know, have a good life and a good career up there in Canada. And, you know, I was like, and so it, it kind of weighed heavily on me so, for about a week or so. And so I then I end up, I, I didn't, I, you know, I caught, like me and my agent, we kind of like clash heads and, you know, you know, we end up parting ways out there. But I ended up, you know, just not taking the deal, no, not taking the workout. So, you know, just, you yeah. know, trying to go, live out my dream. That was my dream, of, you know, playing the NFL, but. I'd end up uh, going back to Canada and, uh, you know, taking, you know, top level money up there and just, you know, end up playing my career out up there. So I can't say it was all bad, but like looking back on it, you know, if it's one thing I can tell people is like, you know, chase your dreams, you know, like, you know, like if I would have, if I would have played only two seasons in the NFL, man, I probably, you know, would have made way more, you know, more money than I probably made, you know, you know, playing in Canada my whole career. But, you know, and, you know, like I said, you know, those are good times that I had in Canada, but I definitely passed up on, you know, opportunity, you know, where I had, you know, seven, eight teams that want to see me come in for a workout and see what I, you know, what I move like. But I, and I, and I didn't take it. I ended up signing back in Canada, you know, you know, signing like a three or four year deal in Canada and playing that out, man. I just want to just kind of intersect, you know, because I feel like you still had a good career in Canada. I'm just going to point out, through your nine years, I, I pulled up, I did my research, Cuzzo. Through your nine years in the CFL, you had a total of games played 102. You had a total of defensive tackles of 271, sacks of three, six interceptions, and one forced fumble through your whole nine careers. I feel like that's still a, a decorated career in this instance because you were still productive. And you still were the guy, you know. You were a veteran in the league, and you produced in the way that you did. Uh, um, well, you know, looking back on it, you know, like, like they just had like a little CFL all decade team, and um, and I wasn't on yeah. that. A couple of my teammates called me, and they said, you know, you know, like, uh, you know, what are they judging by? You know, he was like, man, you know, you like for you, like you said, mm-hmm. if, if pretty much if I was healthy, I was I was a starter. Yeah, you missed a couple of uh, seasons. Yeah, I was a yeah. constant in the lineup. And, you know, and, and I and I think for the most part, you know, you know, if, you know, I tried to do my job as best as I could, whatever assignment I had. And I think I excelled at it. Like, I, I think 
And all in all, I think I signed like four deals up there. Four, I, I re-upped my deal four times. And so, you know, you, you, you know, you got to be doing something, okay? You know what I mean? If, you, yeah. if a team study wants to give you money and study wants you to come play for them. But, you know, the thing I told those guys, man, I said, you know, looking back on my career, all I really cared about was earning the respect of the guys that, that I was in the locker room with, you know. Mm-hmm. All these different ring of honors or all of these decade teams or whatever, I never really cared for nothing like that. All I cared about was, you know, earning respect and the trust of the guys that I go to battle with every day and, you know, and making my family happy. And I think I did that. And so I feel good about my career, man. I think that's the motto for life, you know? <laughs> I think that's the motto for life. Hey, I'm going to say it like this, though. Hey, that's a great story, player. Great story. But get your money. Let me tell you something like that. If the NFL would have presented you with, with what they wanted to pay you, get your money. I love your yeah. mom, but I got to yeah. make this money. You know what? You had you you had a good you had a good career in eight years. Think about yeah. it if you would have did that, like you just said, two or three years in the NFL. You guaranteed you know max contract. You still would have had a great career <laughs> in the NFL and got so, your money. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So you know, I don't think you would. Like I said, if, if I could tell anybody, if I could tell anybody, that's the thing I would tell them. You know, never go for never regardless. Give a, go go yeah. for the gusto every time. Like, go for yeah, the gusto go every for the time, gusto. Man, you know. Because you know what? Just what you just said. Look, if if I sign this contract and I get injured, I still got my money. You know right. what I'm saying? Same thing I was saying about with Dak. I love Dak to death, but he should have took that money because he'd have been a yep. happy, signed already, hunting some million dollar rich man. I mean, and the sad thing about it, all, one know, thing I want to ask you guys, do, do, you, do you think Jerry's going to give him the money this offseason? He got, hey, look. He hey, he hey Marcel, now, I you know think I'm, he is. I think he's going to Marcel, I'm a big Cowboys fan, so you know, if he don't give Dak his money, I'm hey, I might turn, I might be a Chicago Bear, Green Bay Packers fan, cause hey, I'm going with the Cowboys if he don't get his money. Hey, they, he better pay him his money. He better pay. Hey, if this year ain't so nothing that he I need think, to pay Dak his money, he crazy. That's all I'm gonna say about it. I think, I think, pay. I think, I think the only reason Jerry Jones didn't pay him because I feel like, in my opinion, I'm not even a Cowboys fan, but I feel like Dak is more, you know what I'm saying, I'm valuable to the Cowboys than he. I think yeah. Dak is more valuable to the Cowboys than Zeke. And for him to pay Zeke first really showed me that um, he don't mind if Zach move on somewhere else in free agency. So that's what that showed me. Hey, wherever Dak go, I go. I wouldn't have never paid Zeke. <laughs> wherever Dak go, Zeke, I go. I wouldn't have paid him another dime. What's, what would you do, Zeke. though, uh, Sam? What would you do in that sense? Would you pay the man if, if I'm Jerry, yeah, If I'm Jerry, I'd pay him. But I, I'm yeah. asking, do y'all think, it, is Jerry going to pay him? You know, if I I'm Jerry, no, yes, I'm I'd t- pay him. Look, I'm gonna say it like this. I'm gonna tell you like this. If uh, Jerry don't pay do it, he better somebody pay else will. Yeah, you watch. I, I understand. Hey, yeah, that, but that, he gonna get part of he gonna get exactly what he wants. Wherever that go, I go. Money, y'all watch. Wherever that go, I go. That's all I'm. So you, you don't, you don't think Jerry don't. looking at uh Fields and Trevor? Mm mm. Trevor them, it's still an if with them. We know that Dak can ball in the league. We got to see what Trevor yeah. do. It's, we we understand the hype and what he can do now. But let's see what he do in the league. Everybody hyping him up. We got to see, see what he's doing in the league. Okay, so you say hold you're on, a Cowboys guy. Cowboys got to win team. What do, you know team what, do you, what, what do you know about Jerry if you're a Cowboys guy? With Jerry, it's his loyalty. 
Yeah, if, if anything, he killed Jason Garrett for like 10 years. That man was trash. And he about to hold he about to hold Mike from Crawford for like three years. If Jerry Jerry's a guy that's gonna pay his guys and he's gonna pay him a lot of money. That's the only thing, and, and it's kind of crazy that he hadn't paid Dak yet. Because Jerry's a guy that's gonna pay somebody his money, regardless. Because he loyal to his people. Let's let's be fair about this. Jerry did pay Dak what he wanted. Only different than Jerry wanted five years, Dak only wanted four. But he yeah, still yeah. paid him the amount of money that he wanted. So Jerry would have would pay him. That's what I was saying. I think me personally, I would have took that deal. You know what I'm saying? Sad to say he got hurt, but he had been a rich, hurt man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He would have got his money. You see what I'm saying? That's my only thing right there. But that's what I'm saying. With Jerry, he did pay him. He paid him what he wanted, but he wanted an extra year. And Dak yeah. only wanted four years. That's that's the only yeah, thing man. I can say about that part of it. And I still yeah. believe Jerry is going to pay him because he knows he made Yeah, he got to pay him. They, they saying that's the first priority go. is to pay uh, Dak. So we'll just have to see. Yeah, but, what uh, you guys think? Yeah. I got one last question for you, Cuzzo, man. And then we're going to flip over and get you into some more discussions because we got a whole bunch of topics to talk about. We just touched the surface. But uh, let's talk about, like you were saying, motivation. In the end game, you would talk to yourself kind of, you know, like, we got this play, you got this play. Like, the motivation and self-motivation is big. But let's talk about pregame-wise. Who was that rapper or who was that artist who was jamming, you know, starting the, starting the game out? And you like, yeah, that's my guy. Like, you know, is it Meek Mill, somebody like, you know, who, who was the guy? Because Meek was my go-to when Dreams hey. and Nightmares came on. Hey, let me tell you something. He was in Canada. He better been bumping some Drake. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> can we get right zero to a hundred real quick? <laughs> he can't do no wrong, man. But see, yeah. you know me, I'm a um, man. You know, like leading up to a game, like I, I'm always excited. Could never really sleep, you know, the night before a game or whatever. Every yeah. game was big to me, and so you know, yeah. when I'm walking to the stadium, you know, I, I would always look at myself and be like, man, I'm gonna look here from. Utica, Mississippi, man. I, yeah. 29 people in my graduating class, you know what I mean? And I'm now walking into a stadium, you know, uh, you know, fans dapping me up, shaking my hand, wanting an autograph, you know, heading into the game. And and like I was I was always amped up just off, you know, just going, going through that. Yeah, going through that field. And, but, man, when I'm really out there, man, I I, I listen to R&B music, man. I'm just, you know, <laughs> yeah. look, I'm, I'm trying okay. to find something. To, okay. In, like, in, in, in life, what Tell I always me. say, what in life, what I always say, you got to have balance. So I ain't never yeah. really want to get, you know, be too crunk. Because I know guys that would get too crunk and forget yeah. their assignment. You know what I mean? Yeah. They talking so much noise <laughs> or whatever. That they oh, get no. their and I ain't, you know, <laughs> you know, you don't want to get too low. But I, you know, I listen to RMP and I, you know, in, in my day, it was like Future. I, 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 was, I was a big Future okay. guy, you know. What you, that the love and affection by Rihanna? That's what you were coming on the field with. No, nah, man. Nah, nah. I mean, I listen to a lot of, you know, R&B or whatever, but yeah. for the most part, when I get on that field and I'm just going through my pregame routine, man, you know, it, it, around that time, maybe, what, 2013, 14, I think the mixtape Monster had came out. So, yeah. I was, you know, we were jamming that future Monster, man. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah. for the most part, in 2015, what there was, the... What was it, Dirty Sprite 2, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, Slime Seas and all that came out too. Yeah, and man, Purple, and Purple Rain. Yeah. I had, I, had, I had went towards the, the Atlanta-based rappers, Young Thug, yeah, all that. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. So okay, was, was I, I got it. So that let means me, you're rocking with Lil Baby right now too, huh? Man, let come me, on now. That's, that's, <laughs> I don't want to hear nothing else. 
Let me ask you one one question, one more question, for, and then we can get on to the rest of our topic. Um, for your eight years as being a football player, to try to develop the young generation, meaning come out and try to be a coach on the high school level. Oh, uh, man. That, that's, you know, like right now, I, I ended up, I think t- 2014, you know, I ended up going back to going back and giving me an electrical trade. You know, just, you know, my mom used to be on me by finding me something to do. And I used yeah. to always tell myself that I'm a player. I'm not a coach. Like, I, you know, I don't see myself as a coach. You yeah. know what I mean? But like, now that I've been away from it, yeah, that's all I think about every night, man. Every yeah. day, like, even when I'm at work, man. You know, I find myself just watching little coach videos on YouTube, and yeah. you know, uh, or I even like follow a guy on Twitter, and he he puts up like different route concepts, and yeah. he says it's 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 third and six. What what coverage or what pressure scheme would you go to to stop yeah. this route combination? And like those two things. Like those yeah. are the things that like make me happy. Like those are the things that like you know what I mean that that's that, you know that, Yeah, that's my passion. And so, and, you know, at first I thought I could live without. Like man, you know, I just watch football on TV or I go to the game and tailgate, drink a beer with the guys. But I feel like <laughs> I belong on those sidelines, and so that's what I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna do. Hold on, let, let, let me tell you one thing. Now Austin can get you hired. Cause Jim Hill, they need a coach so bad. They so trash <laughs> hey, over hey. there. Hey, I, hey, we need to. We, we're gonna put this petition you to get that uh, Jim Hill job. Cause that's <laughs> some dudes over there. Hey, I, 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 I coaches over. Uh, hey, 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 yeah, I, I, I got to get my degree. I get. I got to get my degree, man. But I definitely want to inspire and teach, man. I, I'm a football yeah. teacher. That's what I. Okay. That's what I feel like I am. That's what makes me happy right now, man. And I, I got. I, I'm. 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 I'm going to get some stuff going in motion where I can try to finish my degree online. And after that, I. I, I know. I know well that I can get on someone's staff or whatever. You know, I, my thing is, you know, I never. I never necessarily like wanted to be a head coach, but if the opportunity came, you know, that's great. But the thing is, I would yeah. definitely like the I would definitely like the coordinator defense. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I love the Ooh, chess yeah. match between the offensive mm-hmm. coordinator and the defensive coordinator, man. It's a beautiful game. Like even watching the game last night, the 49ers and the Bills, you had two of the best, you know, like Kyle Shanahan called and played for the 49ers and you know, uh going Sean against McDonald's. Leslie Frazier, yeah. going against Leslie Frazier, the Buffalo Bills, you know. All corn right. graduate, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, he, HBCU, he been, you know, been a deep coordinator the, in the league for know, years. Man. He played for the Chicago Bears and won a Super Bowl with him, so mm. Leslie Frazier. Yeah, uh, and you know, and yeah. even on the other side, you know, even the, the guy in Buffalo, man, you like, you got to give him a lot of credit for what he's done with Josh Allen, Brian Dable, you know, yeah. what he's doing and then, you know, going against, you know, uh, you know, the 49ers, the coordinator, Sailor, you know, what yeah, he's doing. Yeah, and the different, in the, you know, and the way he got those guys playing, man. So, you know, it's just the, it's just the chess match of the coordinators and the, and, the, and the guys going out there execute, you know, the, the, the team. Yeah, man. And you so, know what? What I'm going to say is like this. You should look into that because a lot of times, most of your coaches is not teachers. You know what yeah. I'm saying? This is just, they were just hired by the school to coach their, you know, professional team, whether it be basketball, baseball, or football, or whatever it is. Most of them is not teachers at all. They're just coming in to be the coach. Hell, I think you could come in and make a big difference. You know, yeah, man. Probably, and that's what I feel like. Like even even in my job now, man. I um, I've been working, you know, as a maintenance guy, electrician. But uh, I've been I've only been there maybe about about a year and ten months, almost two years. Yeah. But uh, over that time, you know, 
they may move me to like a lead. I'm, I'm a lead man of my shift. I'm a crew leader. And I, yeah. you know, and I just, I know how to talk. Like, you can't handle, like, you know how coaches, like, I, I treat everybody the same. Right. Can't really do that. With every like, situation, every nah, situation, yeah. every person is You got to know your players. You got to, right. You got to know your know personnel. Yes, yes. yes. Well, you, you, you probably need to go be a defensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers because Mike Pitt ain't it. I'm just going to that. Hey, 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 that's what. That's going to hold those guys back. It's good as, you know, it's good as. Uh, exactly. I think the same thing. thing. Mike Pitt is holding them back. You agree, don't you? This is what, yeah, hey, that's it what's don't matter. Hey, the Jets, the Jets got an opening. They just fired their defensive coordinator. Yeah, no, no, don't nobody they want know, that Jets position, I, though, man. I, 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 I ain't up going. I ain't up playing. Hey, we never know. Hey, I'm just gonna say this though. Coach Sale got a ring to it. I like that, Coach Sale. That could be the name. <laughs> exactly. Listen, hey. Bill Parcells. Bill Parcells. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for real. There you go, man. Hey, uh, appreciate interviewing you, though, because, uh, uh, man, we about to flip over into some some other topics, man. You down to um, chat on them. Um, but first off, we got to talk about them Jets. They just got an opening. Greg Williams just got fired for running a cover zero. Zero. Cover zero. On Henry Ruggs, one of the fastest in the league. What, like, what man, are you doing? But see, to me, that, that, that tells me that, you know, I don't know Greg Williams personally, but I, well, I do know him. I got to know him because I was down there with him for about three months in New Orleans. And yeah, he's all yeah. about winning and, you know, pressuring the quarterback. And I understand, but I, I don't understand the cover zero call. But to me, that just tells me that him, and Gase, that him and Gase, he's out for Gase to go on whatever. And you he know does. what I mean? And Gase... <laughs> it sounds like they was tanking, don't it? It sounds yeah, like... Yeah, I mean, yeah. I ain't going to say they was tanking, but him, he, you know... I don't think him and Gay see eye to eye. No, that's what I'm saying too. For him to call cover zero in this situation, ain't nobody doing that in that right man. Because me personally, like I told Austin, I would have called cover three. I'm just saying. You know, I would have called prevent. What you mean? We playing quarter. Hey, back there. Put them back there. Double Not up Henry Ruggs if you had Not to. Don't that. let him get b- behind you. You don't let Henry Ruggs get behind you. He too bad. All I'm saying is, at least for cover three, you got some safety help. I'm just going to throw that out. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh, but this the question, though. Are they this? You came up with this, Gerard, and you were talking about this. Are they really supposed to be 0-12? Are they deserving of 0-12? Oh, that, well, that's a, the question. I'm going to say they don't deserve 0-12. Just all how to wait. I mean, yeah, they don't got no wins, but I feel like they've been competing in a lot of those, a lot of these games this season. Yeah, they have. And, um, Maybe they have. I'm not going to debate. Yeah, and it. I feel like they don't deserve to be 0 2. I just feel like it's all starts with the coaching staff. I think Gates don't want to win. And I think, like your, like my, like Mr. Marcel has said, Greg Williams, he's a great defensive coordinator. He just made a bad play, at the, a bad call at the wrong time. Yeah, but so, at the same time, though, like you know he, what? He, he, That's a, he threw in the towel. Like he, he, you know, he just said, forget it. Like, the type of guy that, that, that Greg Williams is, man, he's, he's never trying to lose no game. But I feel like there's tension between him and Gates. And that's yeah, no I, key. I agree. He I didn't want to be there no more. He didn't want to play like – he feel like he feel like Adam Gates – because I think he said that a couple of weeks back. You know, he feel like Adam Gates' offense is hurting his defense. His yeah, defense – I, 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 He called him out. He called him out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 
Yeah, man, but at the same my, time, my time spending with my time spending with Greg Williams. If you can look back at, at all those Titan years when Steve McNair and Eddie George and Jeff Fisher, he was the D coordinator, and they had a damn good defense. And you know, they had a I damn good team. And every, and every team, and every team that he's coordinated a defense on, they've been pre- they've been pretty solid on that side of the football. And I have yeah, like he's been defense from last year. That was pretty good. Yeah, but y'all got to think about this. At the same time, he just cost himself a job in the NFL. Because who's going to hire him now? Hey, I, I'm going to say this, though. Ain't nobody going to hire him hey, as a no defensive nobody, coordinator. No, nobody's going to hire him right now for sure. But yeah. if we if we asking that question, are they deserving? Yeah, they are uh, deserving. You got Adam Gates as your coach. He ain't he ain't pulled himself in the league. He ain't won. He didn't win it. He, 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 he didn't win the, in he, Miami. He's going off the pay man and Rick. That's what I'm saying. First of all, the man. He ain't winning in Miami. Hey, he he come here, he ain't winning. First of all, the man needs to commit himself into a drug rehab because there's something wrong. The man <laughs> hey, shooting up, he drinking, he's he doing something. Because that man, look, the man don't know what he's doing. First of all, he shouldn't have never got a head coaching job. Nah, in the first how place. you get he, he, he a loser? He, he a loser to, to, uh, to deserve a head coaching position. I agree, big Secondly, you got what we got to ask is this: What the hell is wrong with the Jets' ownership? Because there's no way in the world Adam would have been still had his job. Not by now, not this long. There's no they pull, way. They pulling the Cowboys. They pulling the whole country. Uh, they move. <laughs> man, that man would have been hey, fired long hey, time ago. The Cowboys, and the funny man. part about it is, not only he's the coach, but he's your general manager. That is yeah. crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah, Gates the manager. General manager, too. Right. He needs to be fired. There's something wrong with the owner. The owner... Uh, you know what I would do? Fire him and sell the team. Because you don't know what you do. do the right thing once the season ends. That's all we can oh, He fired. He fired. If that owner's going to fire him, something wrong. Because I'm quite sure. So, so, so you know what, what I'm saying? Is that so what no, if they I'm don't quite, fire look, him? No, no, no. This is what I want you to tell you. Right the, the NFL do not like to look bad. I'm quite sure the rest of the owners in the league is telling this guy, dude, what is wrong with you? Do you see how your team is looking? You either got to fire this dude, sell the team. That's what you need to do. Because you don't know how to run this team. You know what, you know what I'm saying? And I'm going to speak You got an unknown guy. Hold on. This guy was an offensive coordinator on two or what, two or three different teams. You're going to hire him as your head coach and then make him your general manager. The owner, is something wrong with the owner. Something ain't right. Okay. Both and smoke, though, hey, you I'm know what? Though. They both smoking the same thing because something ain't right. When have the Jets been a successful? When when have the Jets actually been a successful franchise though? You gotta think about that. The last time they was relevant was when with Mark Sanchez. You you see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's been a while. I'm gonna speak on. I'm gonna speak on what you had said. You know what I'm saying? Like with the coordinator trying to take head coaching job. You know, head coaching not for everybody. And like no. as you see with uh Ty Bowles, he had his little stint in with the Jets and it didn't work out so well. But as you see him as the yep. as the defensive coordinator for Tampa Bay, they got one of the best defenses in football. And I'm, go. I'm not gonna lie, y'all go. bashing Adam Gates, but let's be real, when Adam Gates was an offensive play caller, he, he used to orchestrate some pretty good offenses. So like uh, I'm said, not saying like, I'm not hey Gerard, I'm not saying that he's not a good offensive coordinator. I said, what make them think because he was an offensive coordinator on a couple of teams to make mm-hmm. him a head coach? Because you know he was our offensive coordinator. He was the Bears' offensive coordinator yeah, before he, he got was. his first head. What he got his yeah. first head coaching job with Miami, right? Yep. Yeah. True. Yeah, and then he went to the Jets. So I'm saying he did great as our offensive coordinator for the Bears. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I don't know. Mm. We got it. 
I don't know about Adam Gates, man. To me, he trash. He shouldn't be in the league. You need to bounce back to high school to college, if you're asking me. No, but uh, oh, let, what was it actually smart of the Jets to fire Greg Williams instead of Adam Gates, or should they just fire no. them both at the same time? Hold on. First of all, first of all, you asking a question to the man who fired him. <laughs> he is the general manager. Yeah, he Adam Gates the yeah, one that fired Greg off. Williams. So yeah. he ain't he ain't gonna fire himself. You see what I'm saying? Not gonna fire himself. Only the owner can fire him. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. I don't know, man. And what I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it's not smart because, like your cousin said, Greg Williams is a great defensive coordinator. I just think you know he made the bad call at the bad time. So I feel like it wasn't smart to fire him. But uh, I'm kind of both and both on it. But like Big Dog said, I'm tied up between Gates and the ownership. So. Um, they probably not gonna get rid of Gates, but I feel like it was a bad move to fire Greg Williams. It was just a bad call at the wrong time. And and and, and we gotta look at this too. They actually had a chance to call a timeout. They didn't call yeah. a timeout to reset themselves. You saw that you was in a cover zero as a head coach. You supposed to overrule everything. He had right. the opportunity to call a timeout. He should have. You know what I'm saying? He actually right. took blame for it, but. As a head coach, that's on you not to realize that you was in that situation to let that play go on. He should have time happen. out from that. He let it happen. He that's what I'm saying. He, if you let a call happen like that, you got to reflect back to the head coach. It's just my uh, instance on that. But, uh, Jerry, what, what else we got coming up, man? All right, listen, man. We're talking about head coaches and changes and stuff like that. Let's talk about another change that we've seen Sunday. Yes. How do we feel about the Carson Wentz benching as Jalen Hurts comeback falls just short to the Green Bay Packers. Can this move put them atop the NFC East or is it too little, too late for the Eagles? Too little, too late. I agree. I agree. Too little, too late. How you feel about this? You already know my theory on it. You already know my theory on it, man. Them, them guys are going to be the last in that division. Now, you just watch what I tell you. Last in that division. What was that I just said when we was talking before? They paying this man $128 million. million. To sit on your bench right now because he got bent. 128 million. And that's I'm not the sorry, good thing, anything they can't, get rid of his, they can't get rid of his contract because no team wants him. They, they can't, and, and no team wants him. Who are you going to yep. get? What, where are you going to trade him to? You know what I say you should do, though? If it was me as an owner, I made that mistake. I'm going to eat that contract and release him. I swear to yep. God, he'll be that's gone. That's the only thing you can't because because they did. What they should have did, you should have <laughs> stuck with Nick Foles. This man didn't win you no Super Bowl. Nick Foles won you that Super Bowl. They yeah. should have stuck with Nick Foles and they got rid of Nick Foles and kept uh, Carson and looked in the situation that they in. You know what I'm exactly. saying? They made a bad decision on that. They sh- yeah, they made a bad decision on that. I, I just want to point so, this out. Taylor Hurst looked very kind of – he looked at dominant from what I saw when – I saw his drives. He came in. He, he had that spark plug that Philly needed. It's just that it was too little too late in that game. Right. Jalen Hurts, it's a lot of guys that I've been watching and analysts, and they've been down Jalen Hurts, and I'm very upset that they've been doing that because Jalen Hurts, from what I've seen from him, looks way completely better than Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz has lost confidence. He's not the same guy. He's the most sacked quarterback, and he has the most interceptions in the league. So he's completely lost confidence. You got to – to me, I don't think that they should have rolled him out this year and got Hurts next year, but – the call is now get him experience now, and I like it. Hey, but uh, and then they just they just announced today he's gonna be the starting quarterback Sunday. Yeah, he, hey, yeah, yeah, he's starting yep. quarterback. And guess mm-hmm. what? Make Wilson look good, don't he? Yeah. Uh, what Wilson the thirty for thirty man? 
Wilson was the 30 for 30 last year, right? Make Wilson look oh, good. Oh, though. Winston, Winston, Jackson. Oh, Winston. Yeah, I mean Winston. Yeah, yeah, I said yeah, Wilson. Yeah. I meant Wilson. Yeah. You know, Philadelphia might be good. to have a 30-30 season. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Hey, yeah, Philadelphia might, might right now what would be looking at him right now. Talking about, mm-hmm. hey, man, let's see if we can bring him in. But you know I feel like James is better than Carson, though. I'm just saying. Most definitely de- he, uh, he, better. He, he produced more he stats. Accurate, I think he's more accurate yeah. than he is. He's, he's just turnover prone guy. If we're looking at it, yeah. uh, Sal, you got something to say about it? No, 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 no. Uh, I definitely think that um, you know, I don't know. I, like how you said, Carson Wentz. You know, he 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 lost his confidence as a quarterback, as the leader of the team. Man, you know, he, you know, he he can't lose his confidence. You know what I mean? You know, and I guess it's time. It, it's Jalen's time. You know, it, yeah, it's. It, it, uh, they owe it to him. They they drafted him. They used a what second round pick to draft him. Second round. Yep. So you know yeah. they owe it to. Let me ask you a question, though, Marcel. Like, like, like how they say they, they, they're going to be last in the division. If yeah. the quarterback has lost confidence, like what do you what do you gain? Keep playing him moving forward. Let me ask you yeah, a question, Marcel. Let me ask you a question because you said he lost his confidence. I don't believe he lost his confidence. I just think he's arrogant. You know what you I'm saying? He because he made a statement that this is the way we play down here in Philly. He made that statement. You know what I'm saying? This is the way I play. This is the way I'm coming out every week. I don't think he lost his confidence. I just think he's arrogant, thinking that he's good, and he know he, he's probably one of the worst quarterbacks right now in the league. You know? So I don't know about the confidence um, part of yeah, it. I just I mean, think he's arrogant. I guess this, 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 probably, this probably what made him so great, you know, you know, you know, with what he did in college and coming to the NFL was right. his attitude and, and yeah. I guess it's a gift and a his curse, ego. You know his mean? ego. Yeah. Yeah. We can and don't forget like uh, it was back in the beginning of the season, it was like some type of report that wherever play whatever play they Doug Peterson tell him to go out there and run, he'll change it. He changes, right. They said mm-hmm. that and he's changing it. You know, you know, early in that 17 season when they were growing team out, they looked like the Super Bowl favorites, and you know, he looked like the runaway MVP. Yeah, you know, I feel like yeah. Peterson gave him too much leeway within the offense at an early yeah. age. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And so, and so like Doug Peterson had, in the season. Yeah. So Doug Peterson has to, you know, he he has to, you know, stand stand on that. You know, he has to, you know. He has to take responsibility for that as well. You know what I mean? You know, keeping him grounded. He, he, he's the head coach. You know, early on in Carson Wentz's career, if you've been a little bit firm, a little bit more firmer, you know, a little bit more stern, then maybe you know, maybe Carson Wentz. You know, he he always be confident and feel like, and I feel like that's part of, probably the re, part of the reason why he throws so many interceptions because he feels you know, like he can make every play and every throw out there on the field. Like you said, he you felt like he still had control of the offense. Yeah, but you know what? What we're not thinking about the saddest thing about this is mm-hmm. Carson gonna be still on that team. Doug Peterson getting fired. Getting fired. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's Doug be Peterson deserves. To me, Doug Peterson is not. A, he he. To me, he's not a bad coach, and I think that he's actually a, a, a good coach. You know, a higher end coach. If we being honest, it's just that the situation they was placed in with a quarterback like Carson Wentz makes him kind of look kind of bad, even though he came from. No, a, it, a, a sense of it him being a quarterback. Him, you know what? You, you got to think about this, though, Austin. If me and you on a team right now, and we're bumping heads. That's what's happening with Doug Peterson and the owner. Doug, the owner don't want to get rid of Carson. Doug Peterson been wanting to bench this man. Mm-hmm. So that's where your conflict is at right now. 
You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's why I said it's sad to say it, but Carson going to be there and Doug going to be out of there. But it's you know crazy. what? Another coach going to come in and not going to go for that crap. You know what I'm saying? He's going to say like this, we're going to have a quarterback duel and the best quarterback wins the position. I don't think exactly Carson wins. I don't think Carson Wentz is gonna get his position back, and that's just my. No, he, oh, yeah, he, he, he lost it, bro. Because I, I, I there's no excuse for Carson Wentz anymore. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, fellas. One hundred twenty-eight million dollars. You going in there getting sacked every play? One hundred twenty-eight million dollars. You get on that damn field, and you're gonna do something. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if he go and line up as a wide receiver. He gonna do something for the hundred twenty-eight million dollars. And I don't you're not gonna sit on my bench. This man had got a max contract in his second year in the league. His second mm-hmm. year in the league. And mm-hmm. listen, go back. Let's go back. Nick Foles won the Super Bowl. He did not win the Super Bowl. And won Super Bowl MVP. Super Bowl. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, so this is what I, I'm saying. What is what, uh, You know, it made me think that the owner and, and Carson is sleeping together. Something wrong. <laughs> I don't know. There is no way in the world in his second year you gave him a max contract. This man didn't even win you the Super Bowl. So yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. We we got to go to something else, though, man. We could be talking got, about him I got all the next day. question, bro. Go ahead, Zerod. All right, y'all. Big dog, this kind of referring to me and you because they're our division rivals. So, when Minnesota win, OT wins Sunday against the Jaguars, do this put them back in the mix of the crowded NFC playoff picture? I say yes because they, they because they hot at the right time. Most definitely because I got to say yes because the simple fact of the matter is it did. For us to get back in the hunt, we got to win every damn game right now. And y'all, 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 y'all got to win out. Y'all, the Bears out of it's they out of it. I well, don't see the bad. Well, well they're not out of it. Yeah. They are not out of it to the point of if Minnesota lose. I don't I think know, y'all out of it. If Minnesota. I, I think y'all out of it just because of uh, the quarterback situation they, with Trubisky and his consistency. Not, not, not only the quarterback situation, big dog, y'all got three division, three important divisional games. Yeah. And yeah. And I, I understand that. I feel like the Vikings back in it. <laughs> But I, too. I, agree. I think that it depends on if they beat the Buccaneers this year, uh, this week. That's a huge. If they beat the Bucks this week, not it definitely. Win. Ha- not I don't. Th- I, I, I'm actually I don't choosing the Bucks. I'm choosing. I'm, I'm choosing Tampa Bay. But if they do, right. that that basically means Tampa Bay out of there and uh, Minnesota in there. Minnesota in. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They're not no. going to beat Tampa Bay. They're and see, this is why I need the Saints to lose so the Green Bay can get that number one seed, but let the Saints ain't going to lose anytime soon. I think the Saints are going to lose. Green Bay got the tiebreaker. I think the, 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 the Saints. Yeah, they're going to lose to the Chiefs. There we go. Yeah. They're going to lose wow. to the Chiefs. Nah. <laughs> y'all already know how I feel about KC. Nah. Patrick Mahomes can have y'all up by 20, by 30, and say, oh, okay, y'all ready? Here I come and take over the game. <laughs> That's it. Hey, that was one playoff. Hey, he not going to keep doing He not going to keep doing that. That was only one time stint in the playoffs, man. He, he can't keep doing it. City, man. I'm he just can't sorry. keep doing that, man. I don't see right. But the funny part about it is, is this. Y'all got to look at If KC and Pittsburgh went out, Pittsburgh still get the number one seed. You're right. Yeah, because Pittsburgh got a better AFC record than they do. So KC got to keep winning and hope Pittsburgh lose another game or two. And, and, and they're gonna lose another game. Yeah, they're gonna. I think they're gonna lose another game too. Oh yeah, they're they gonna lose to the Browns. I think I really Pittsburgh. Gonna, I don't know. They're gonna, gonna lose to the Buffalo Browns. this week too. That's what they I think. I think they're gonna lose to Buffalo this week. 
Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, they're gonna lose the Buffalo. They're gonna lose the Buffalo. I don't know. I think they lose. I think they lose the Buffalo before they lose to the Browns. Okay, Marcel, yeah. I'm gonna ask you like, do you think Minnesota back in the mix of things? Did they win Sunday? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, if if they win this Sunday, shit, they they they, they, they definitely put them in there. They yeah, they, yeah, they put them in there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So. Let, we got another team, big dog. I'm going to get to you. Talking about the Patriots and Cam. Let's oh, my God. It. You already know how Cam? I feel about Cam, man. Oh, Cam. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> my Tag God. Get it lit. Uh, well, I've been saying this from day one, that the uh, Patriots wasn't going anywhere. They're not going anywhere because they don't have Tom Brady. Because Tom Brady knew that system. He knew yeah, it well. He knew it better than Belichick knew his own system. Now, the question is, which I, this is ridiculous. <laughs> they just I had mean, a 45-0 win against them charges. They look dumb. I don't know, man. man. Hey, look, it says like this. It's Cam Newton and the Patriots done after a, oh, my God. Are they done? Well, are they they done. I say they done, but I don't know they what you They 6 right about. now. Because you, you I, know I me. think. Me personally, me personally, Cam is a suspect quarterback. He's still playing the exact same way he was playing in Carolina. You know, I don't see no difference in Cam, even under Belichick. I don't see the difference. I don't know if y'all see a difference or not, but I don't see it. To me, I think it's sad to say. Uh-huh. It's sad to say, but uh, like, I, I never thought it was a fit either. I feel like uh, you feel like me. You feel like I, me. I feel like you know, you know me. I, I'm a Tom Brady guy. And I feel like Belichick built his system around around uh, Brady. Short, yeah, short, quick passing game, getting the ball, you know, getting go, the ball, playmaker's hand, and letting them run after the catch. And and that's not and that's not Cam's game. Cam is not a a quick West Coast quarterback. You know what I mean? There you go. That's there not go. him. I agree with but that. Like, as you can Cam should have like you you know came to play for the Bears. That would have fit him perfectly. The play up on the mat. The Bears need anybody at this point. Oh, what? (laughs) The thing is, I was so mad with Chicago as a like. Okay, all right, y'all make a mistake in 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 drafting Trubisky over Deshaun. Then when Cam come, when Cam's hit free agency, y'all go trade for Nick Foles or Teddy Bridgewater. Hold on, or Jameis Winston. Hold on, hold on. You ain't heard my famous Jameis. That's what I'm saying. Hold on. You ain't heard. See, they all heard my statement when it comes to the Chicago Bears and quarterback. You haven't heard it yet. In the history of the (laughs) Bears, they only had three black quarterbacks. They are one of the most racist uh, organizations when it comes to quarterback. They're going to get every black person you want on defense. Everyone. (laughs) But when it comes to the quarterback, they're going to always have a white quarterback. It's clear. It's clear today. That's the that's the reason. How the hell you gonna trade up for Trubisky and you gonna pass up Patrick Mahomes? He be upset about that every time. He ain't gonna never let that one go. That is that was the (laughs) biggest mistake they have ever made. Well, you going to Trubisky had what one one decent year in college, one decent season, one. I don't, think, we, we, I don't think he had a full season in college. Wasn't it a half he had a season? Full season? He had a full season was in North full, Carolina. I thought it was a half a season. It was he had a full season. season. That's, full season. That's hey, 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 myself. That shit upsets me every single time we talk about it when it comes to the quarterback. And I'm telling you, that's the biggest problem with Chicago right now. That the organization for the Chicago Bears would never uh, have a black quarterback. 
Period. Okay. Going back to the situation. I, I believe it. I believe it. Yes. Just on recent decisions, I'm yes. like, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's sketchy decisions about quarterbacking. Yes. I, I don't know. Yeah. I think the Patriots are back in the mix of things because, to be honest, for the Patriots to get back to the playoff picture, it just takes a Las Vegas loss. That's all it takes because they got the tiebreaker over Las Vegas. I, so, I yeah. look at it. No, I no, I can't say that because if we look at this playoff picture right now, you know, Indianapolis in the seventh spot. I don't think Indianapolis they eight and four at the moment. I don't think any giving up their spot. Any just got too good of a defense to me, even though they they got kind of embarrassed in a couple of games. But I don't see Indianapolis giving up that spot, and I don't even see Oakland getting in right now. I think who we see in the playoffs right now is who we gonna get in this playoff picture and, and, right and, now. And, and what that playoff picture look like in the AFC? Pittsburgh, number one. KC, okay. number two. Buffalo, number three. Tennessee is number four. Cleveland wow. at five. Miami yep. at six. And Indianapolis at seven. I don't see that. I don't yeah, see that. Yeah, Patriots are not cracking it. They're not cracking no. it. Yeah. No, not play, at all. I don't see all. them cracking it either. Uh, that's just my opinion because it just, I don't know. I don't see it happening uh, myself. I don't see it happening. I like I'm going to say like crazy things, things uh, have happened. Hey, that is true. Well, I like Belichick. Them, but hold on, hold on, player. After the week you had last week, you know what I'm anything saying? Anything can happen. Anything <laughs> can happen because nobody seen those wins. I'm talking about. I'm talking about you. The only, only one that seen those wins. You seen both of those? You called both of those? He, he, he called both, both of them. them. <laughs> he saw both of them. He the only he one that said them. it. Only yeah, one that said it. I called both of those boys. Yes, I can agree with you on that. You know what? I can. I can see. Uh, Seattle losing to the Giants because the Giants they play good defense. They, they that's what I was saying. Yeah, so let me defense. let me can can I ask you this question though? Which one was the most impressive win? Because we talked about it early in the show. Was it the Giants or yeah, the Washington win? The, the, the guy said, Come on. The, the guy said Washington was the more impressive win. I said it was the Giants because holding Seattle to five points. That's no, impressive no, no, in itself. No, 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 no. If, 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 if you've been watching the Giants all season, you know they've been right there on the crust of, like, yes, I feel like game. they easily could be, could, like, seven and five. Because they could have yes. beat Buccaneers, let's just be honest. They had yes, a, another yes. win. Against, they gave away the first game against Philly. But to be honest, they could have beat Pittsburgh in week one. Exactly. And two, and what I said, and what I said, the Giants been on the crust of, like, Breaking like stringing together three, four wins all season. Now Washington, they've been playing some real good football as of late. And on and on the see the yes. thing about football is they, they always say it. I know I know like people that, that that watch football and you know they might not really think about it, but the game is won up front. Yes, yeah, and they get four. out the people yo, up front. Yo, Man, front they get out four. Yo, front four. Yep. <laughs> it's something else. <laughs> oh, man. And that's hey, where it hey, takes young. And, and, and so that, I feel like why, that Washington win, that Washington win uh, over man. Pittsburgh. I guess I'm the long warrior. The long, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I said because this. Long, you, I don't, you out there. I, 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 I told him this. Because I said, <laughs> I, I told him, as you look at that Giants and Seahawks game, the Giants pretty much had control over that whole game. But as you look at the Washington standpoint, they, they came back for 14 nothing. And then and, they Pittsburgh to three points in the but second half. But, but also, what I'm what I'm trying to get you to see is they've really been playing like that all year. I like agree. the experience, the quarterback might make some mistakes. Yeah, but they've been playing like that all year. They've been playing. They probably play good three quarters of football. You got to yeah, play both. They've yeah. been probably playing. Like, come on, Austin, come on over, bro. 
Come hey, on, that's bro, what man. I'm saying. That's hey, what the Pittsburgh you mean? And to beat hey, the odds, bro. With the Pittsburgh and beat an undefeated team. Okay, on, what y'all call? On, hey, what, hey, what was y'all called in Washington? A trap game? Yeah. yeah. Who got trap trapped? Game. Who got trapped? Pittsburgh. <laughs> Pittsburgh. You see what yeah. I'm saying? That's what I'm just saying right there. Come on now. Okay. I'm still, I'm still, hey, I'm still sticking on my side. Y'all can, y'all can hang on that side of the room. I'm stay, I'm gonna stay by what I said. Cause I, I'm saying that too. Cause y'all know I said that. I said the Giants was gonna win this division, and that's why I'm gonna stay by. That's why I'm staying by my decision. Hey, I know y'all, I know y'all guys saying watch the football team gonna win it, but we'll see. So uh, mid dog, well, we're talking about, we're talking about with your your favorite team since you want to be your favorite team now is not the Cowboys anymore. It's New York. I, I mean, I you can't. I can't, I can't like the Cowboys. Hey, they my team. I'm sticking by them, but oh, I can't love them right turn, now. I'm, I'm just loving turn. them from a distance. Always, you know what I'm saying? I have always that's, that's real the love Bears. right there. Hey, big dog. Yeah. I have always <laughs> stuck my hey, party. He can't, he can't beat, so he can't beat me, so he got to depend on somebody else hey. to do it. So that's what we're doing right there. <laughs> there right there. The hey, what I say, I always stick with, I'm going to always stick with the Bears no matter what. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. with them no matter what. And I'm so always stick with this. Now, Yeah, let's now, go. Now, for you, Mr. Austin, let, yeah. for you, Mr. Austin, I said like this. Now, since you want to talk about your Giants so much, are the Giants the team to look out in the NFC? Yeah. No. Yes. No, <laughs> they're not. I think so. We just, I, I think actually so? think, I think that Daniel Jones has showed promise once he gets back. I actually like Daniel Jones, as crazy as that may sound. He just got to just stop his turnovers. He's he been very impressive to me. It's just that his turnover issue is kind of crazy because uh, they'll have drives and he'll turn the ball over. But it, like you said, I'm always going to take oh, yeah. defense and win like games. After, and, like and Giants after, defense it, is on another level right now. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, after looking at yesterday's game, this quarterback look better than Daniel Jones. Oh, you talking about Alex? I'm, I, I think Alex is Alex, a better. Yeah, Alex is a better quarterback than Daniel Jones. I'm not debating that, but like I said, I think Daniel Jones is he 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 improving. You know what I'm saying? I'm seeing yeah, Daniel yeah. Jones grow. And, and then I'm, and I, ain't gonna I like lie, the one game. You got look at it. I like the one game by Jones. This is this is first year in Jason Garrett's system, so I think it's gonna take time for him. And the one game for the yeah. Giants is really improving. We uh, look at Wayne Gallman. Ain't nobody really talking about him. He been running very impressive to me, and I don't think a lot of guys yeah. talk about him running the ball. So I think the and Giants... just imagine when Saquon get back. They're going to have a big head, two-headed monster in the backfield. Yes. Exactly. Saquon like, is... I like what the Giants got going over there. At first, I ain't like what Joe Jones was putting together. But when I sat down and actually watched him and, you know what I mean, just went back and, you know what I mean, because like I said, I, I'm a guy that... You know, I like to give it a little time, and over time, I see them improving as a football team. Well, hell, yeah. look at it yeah. like this: Joe, uh, Joe Judge, first year, he looking pretty good. Yeah, he is. No, he is. Nobody, he is great. No, nobody knew who this man was. Didn't he? Where did he come from? Nobody. He came yeah. from. The no, no, no. He used, to be, like he used to be New England um, special teams coordinator, and now he wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. but he's looking pretty good right now. You know what I'm saying? I think really, we, I think really that. But see, gotta, if, you, if you don't know, know that a is, lot of. A lot yeah. of special team coaches, they make good head coaches because they deal with the whole team anyway. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like special team meeting, everybody's in the special team meeting except the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know what I mean? As a, you know, th- th- they've been getting up there and leading the team and leading, you know, leading the group meeting or whatever. Like, special team coaches make damn good head coaches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, okay. Look at the old buddy from the 
Uh, from who? He, how long he been the head coach over there in Baltimore? Um, oh, John Harbaugh. Harbaugh. Yeah, yeah. I, I think oh, he's been about, about ten team. years. About like, ten yeah, years. Special team guy. Hell, he outlasted his brother, yeah. and they both yeah, were in the NFL at the same time. But his brother was a damn good coach too. Yeah. He ain't went to college. He ain't went college. He ain't went to the height. Because you know the problem. The problem is with him in college is he's bringing that uh, NFL mentality to college, and you can't bring that to them young guys. Yeah, these still young guys. Yeah, you just can't do that. You know what I'm saying? So that's the only problem we having. Yeah. So uh, hey, let's get these picks in, Gerard. Hey, you went uh like seven and one last week. Seven and one. Let's get oh. these rep your side game picks of the week going. We got a couple of games. We got to me, I think we got some good games, some some games better than last Lamb week. on me. Lamb on me, y'all. So Who first off, I'ma go down the line. Big dog, you go first, Gerard, and then Sell, you will go next. Uh okay. give me this uh your winner and the score. First off, I is between the Patriots and the Rams. I chose the I chose the Rams 24 to 17. Who y'all got? Who you got, I got Terry? the Rams 20. 20- I got the Rams 21-18. Mm. I, got the, I got the Patriots because I really believe in Cam Newton now. I got the Patriots 23 to 20. Okay. Because golf is too inconsistent for me. Golf is too inconsistent for me. Who you got, Sir? I got L.A. Rams 31-10. Okay. And Bill Belichick like that. All right. Next, we got the Chiefs versus the Dolphins. Next, we got the Chiefs. <laughs> hey, uh, for my score, I'm actually going against the grain. I think the Chiefs going to get their second loss of the season. Oh, and I'm picking the Miami Dolphins. Oh, my God. 31 to 27. I'm picking the Miami Dolphins. Who you got, You Terry? trying to tell me that Miami going to put up 31 points against KC? Two, 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 two. Okay. That's all I got to say. I got you. You know my score for KC every week is 35. What I always say, 35. 35 or something. I'm, I'm gonna tell you 35 to 10. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna right. I'm, I'm hop right along with Austin, bro. I'm gonna choose Miami. And I'm gonna say the Chiefs bound a little bit. The only reason, big dog, I'm gonna say this because I'm gonna choose Miami because I'm gonna choose them 30 to 27 because I just didn't like how the way the Chiefs look against no, them. Their red zone efficiency has been decreasing. Uh, yeah, it's been decreasing. Like they haven't been able to, decreasing. they haven't been able to punch it in when they're in the red zone. Yeah. KC been more of a big play team this year instead of performing in the red zone. They're going in the red zone, and it's gonna be. I'm taking. I'm 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 with I'm with I'm with, I'm with my other guy over here. It's gonna yeah. be thirty some thirty. I'm gonna go again. 31, 31, 17. Okay. All right. You got KC. KC. All right, next we got the Colts versus the Raiders. This is a big game to see who's going to take that last spot. You know, uh, Raiders 75, Colts 8-4. and four. Whoever take this will probably be uh, right in the seventh seed right now. But yeah. I'm taking the Colts 27-20. to 20. Who I'm y'all got? Get, I'm going with you on that one, too. I'm going to take the Colts 30-21. to 21. Mm. I, I, got the, um, I got the Colts 23-20. to 20. Okay. Got the coach 23, I mean 27, 23 coats. Okay, all right. Next, we got another game. Vikings versus the Bucks. We were just talking about this earlier. This is another game where we look at it as you get in the playoff spot, you take it, you know, win and go home. Tom Brady and them. Stop calling them the Bucks. Let, okay. Let me tell Tom, you Tom Brady. I'm taking all right. I'm taking Tom Brady and them 31 to 17. Who hey, y'all got? You, know, you already know I got Tampa Bay. When the championship is on the line, Tom Brady is your man. 
This is I like him. Think about <laughs> I like this. Him. Think about this. This is he is he the win or go home for Tom Brady. Do you think he going home? No, no sir. Give me 35 to 10. What's up, buddy? Me personally, I'm going against the grain. I got Minnesota 30 to 24 mm. just off the way Hardaway. Kirk Cousins Kirk Cousin and Justin Jefferson really got the connection. Going. Justin Jefferson a dog. I can't even take that from him. Yeah. That guy's a dog. Yeah. So, Aaron Thielen. I, I, I like what they're doing over there in Minnesota. I'm a big fan of Mike Zimmerman and what they got going on. And like you said, I like Mike uh, Zimmerman too. I think he was a great yeah. defensive coordinator. Yeah, exactly. Game. So, but you know, I, I'm just a Tom Brady guy, and I believe in you know I believe in his will, his leadership, and all the intangibles. I think they prevail. 31. 3124. 3124 Tampa. Okay. Taking Tampa Bay. Next, we got another AFC game that I'm taking them Bills because I think them the guys right now. Steelers versus the Bills. I'm taking the Bills 28 to 17. Who y'all got? I'm I'm giving the Steelers a second loss right now. I'm taking the Bills 30 to 15. Okay. Okay. I got Pittsburgh, and I think it's going to be because I think after they first lost, now their eyes are open that we're not the best team in the NFL. But you want to go on the field and we can dance in the middle of the logo. But I'm yeah, and do over. TikToks. And do, and do TikToks. TikToks. They mind on TikToks instead of winning football games. But I feel like they gonna, they mind going to be prepared. They got some risk. I think Pittsburgh going to win 30 to 20. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I look for Pittsburgh to bounce back, and I look for them to win. Uh, Good tight, good close game. Thirty, I mean, twenty, yeah, thirty to twenty-three. Okay, I'll take that. I'll take that. Next, we got uh, a divisional game: Browns versus the Ravens. Big dog, man. I just got to point this out. You can say thirty to some every game, man. Come on, man. This I think this is gonna be low scoring. That's, that's, you know, the reason taking, why I I'm say taking that. Browns twenty to thirteen. You know, the only reason why I'm saying that because the NFL this year is putting up some points, man. They putting up. I can't debate that. Now, yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, you know, I'm always going against Baker because I don't like his ass. So you already know I'm going <laughs> with the Ravens. I'm sorry, I'm going with the Ravens, man, and I'm going to go with the Ravens. They looking good tonight. You see what they're doing to the Cowboys? Hey, it's right? just 17 10 too, man. Ain't even watching the game. They looking oh, good it's tonight. 17, it's on Fox. It's on Fox. It's 17 yeah, You know what? I'm, I'm gonna go 31 to uh 31-21. I got Cleveland winning 23 to 17, kind of like what Kevin Stefanski is doing this year as his first year as a head coach. I like what he's doing too. And don't forget, he used to be Minnesota offensive coordinator last season. So mm, I didn't know that. I, I didn't know that. I, I, so I feel like he's doing a really good job with you guys. I like that run game for the Browns. True. And they're not, they're not a control of the clock, like you said earlier in the show. Yeah. Who you got? And they defense not half bad either. Yeah, they they defense bad. It's sad to say that that Cleveland has won me over this season, so I'm taking Cleveland 17-13. Okay, mm. no scoring like me. And it's the last one of the week. This another uh game for both of these teams to see where they gonna fire and if they get in the playoffs. We got the Cardinals versus the Giants. Now look, Jawah, you won me. Uh, the Giants really won me over this week. By the way that they d- dominated, over, you know, the, to Seattle, you know what I'm saying. So I'm taking the Giants, 23 to 13, and I like Murray. Y'all know Murray, my guy. Y'all know that. It hurt Murray. me to say this. Is that what Dale you Murray, Dale Murray. Murray. 
Kyle Kyle my guy. But I'm saying hey, I gotta go against him. 2313. Had the Giants won you over yet? Come on then. Come on over. Who? Me? The Giants. Giants. You know, you know, I've been with the Giants, though. I've okay. been with the Cowboys and the Giants. I've been with the Cowboys and the Giants. You already know I'm not going with Carolina because I don't like Mel Murray. You know what I mean? Because I still <laughs> think he's just look, because I still think after that Hail Mary, we haven't seen Hail Mary no more. Hey, <laughs> hey, I can't lie. That's true, though. <laughs> I think he's hey, that's true. I think he's suspect as a quarterback. I think he'll run first, uh, pass second kind of quarterback. So, you mm-hmm. know, I'm going with the Giants. I think – I don't think there's going to be a high-scoring game, but yeah. I'm going to say uh, 10-12. Oh. You know what? Well, well, 12-10 Giants. Giant. So, you know what? Somebody getting a safety or something? Well, you know what? Give me the Giants. And I think the Giants going to get a statement win. Give me 20 to 10. Wow. I, I, got, I, got, I got 24-17 G-Men. Okay. I like hey, that. I got the defense for real. I got 24-17 G-Men. Okay. I like hey, that. I think the defense is for real, Austin, like you said earlier. Yeah. Yeah. So I, oh, the defense been for real all year. Yeah, yeah. real all year. You know. Yeah. It has been real. I'm not going to lie to them G-Men. They looking like the G-Men. Huh? If, um, if the Giants beat the uh, Cardinals... Um, if the, if the Giants beat the Cardinals Sunday, the uh, Giants go to the four seed, and um, Arizona dropped the six. Yeah, mm. I did so, see that. So they got something to play for. It's a lot on the line, guys. We've been talking for a while, but I gotta get Cuzzo out of here, man. He's always on the road and a busy man, Marcel. Man, you got some last things to say before we get you out of here. What you got, man? I love to get on and, you know, get on here and talk football and chat with you guys or just sports, period, man. I enjoy my time with y'all. I got to really? run now, man. But uh, you in good, two weeks, man. I'll see y'all back, man, if y'all have me back, man. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely yes, going to have you. I like talking to you all the time because about all this. So, you know, I appreciate Anytime you. Anytime you want to come back, man. man, just come on back, man. Anytime. Anytime, Appreciate man. it, brothers. Appreciate yeah, it. I get with y'all, man. You, man. Not, not right. Not, not this week. Not this uh Tuesday, but next Tuesday I'll be I'll be available to do it again. Okay, right, no sir. problem, man. Appreciate you going yeah. uh, coming on again, dropping your knowledge, and I'm um, just let you get out of here, Seal. Appreciate you. All man. right, bro. Thank you for the thank right. you for the inspiring story. Appreciate it, brother. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah. We are gonna talk about the NBA just quick, fast. I know mm-hmm. Lavar feeling like a good dad right now to get all three sons in the league. I mean, we look at Holiday, the Holiday brothers. We look at them. And we just take them out, and uh, they the only two triplets, uh, you know, of brothers to make it to the league. It's only two. Uh, what what is it? It's three sets. So I mean, it's two sets of three Triple. brothers that's in the league now, and that's the Ball brothers and that's the Holiday brothers. I just want to point that out that that's a great accomplishment to get all of your sons into the league. And NBA. Basketball, uh, a big dream of theirs. I just wanted to point hey, that out. So I know we on NBA right now, but you know uh, all three Watt brothers in the NFL. Yes, and the Edmund yeah. brothers in the NFL too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yep. And uh, we can look at the Fuller brothers. You know, that's yep. another series. All three of them. In the, it's four of them yep. in the NFL. It's four yes. of them. It's four. It's you got it's Will. Crazy. You got Will. You got the Fuller for the Rams. Cal, Kendo. You got Will, Cal, Kendo, and I never can get the last brother's name. <laughs> he played yeah. for the Rams. He picked Tom Brady out twice. Remember? No, that's not him. Monday night game. That, that's not him. They not related. They not him. No, okay. not I thought related. they were related. Okay, so yeah. there's three of them. Yeah, it's another one, though. Uh, they, it was um, the other one actually retired. But uh, let's flip over, okay. Gerard. Uh, let's talk about LeBron James. We're going to talk about him real fast. And let's talk about this whole Lakers situation. 
right, LeBron signs two years, $85 million extension to 2023 with Lakers, and he plans to play with Bernie when he graduates in 2023. Do you think this was a good move for LeBron? Yes or no? Which I think. Hey, I don't think it was a good move because I, I want agree. to see LeBron go out on top. I don't think LeBron going to be that guy in two more well, four more years. You know what I'm saying? LeBron going to be around 39 or so. Now, so I, I now LeBron is not that guy. And the only reason I say that, and I know y'all, you agreed with me one time, Austin, if the, if the Lakers never got AD, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. 100%. Yeah, and I agree with you that. No, AD saved them. AD saved them. I ain't going to even lie. AD saved, AD saved LeBron, and he saved the Lakers. That's just my opinion. And I'm going to say it like this. They better pray to God that AD stay healthy and he don't have an injury that's going to keep him out 20 or more games. Because if they do, oh, my God, we're going to be talking a whole different topic. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You know, so I, I, I just pray that the man stay healthy. Yes. So with this signing, that pushes LeBron back to 2023 with the Lakers. And we also look at uh, AD. You know, he's going to be with them for a while. And he got five years. He's going to be there. Five years. he's going to be there in 25. Max contract. 25. Yeah, but think about this. Think about this, Let me give y'all a scenario. Let me give you a scenario. Okay. If he would have stayed with the Pelicans, that's $300 million he would have had. Yeah. That yeah. is true. Because they but, was going to make him the richest NBA player of all time. But let's take if a pause back. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a pause back. We know that it's not always about the money. James Harden just gave up the bag to win. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. I understand. If it's about to get in the championship, that's fine. But I'm like Stephen A. Get the money. You see what I'm saying? You can be traded. You can ask for a trade. That's why he's saying that Giannis right now is going to make Giannis the richest. I don't know if it's going to make Giannis the richest or if it's uh, Curry, because you know Curry. Uh, Curry, Curry the richest uh, right now. They're talking. Hold on. They're talking to sign an extension for Curry, because Curry said he want to end his career with uh, Golden State. So he's about to sign an extension. I don't know right now, because right now, if they give it to Giannis, Giannis would be 225 for five years. Okay. Yes. I don't know what Curry making right now. I'm not sure about Curry right now, and we're not going to be sure until he signed this extension. So right now, if Giannis decides to sign, he will be the richest uh, NBA player. Yeah, I yeah. think. I'm not sure. Y'all can y'all can look that up or quote me, but I think he will be. You know what um, I'm saying? So uh, me personally, when see, the money is out there, get that. Officially yeah. says right. With with me personally, if the money out there, get the money. Because I, I tell the you right now, you, 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 you don't want hold the championship. On, hold on, hold on. Let me let me give you a perfect example. Let me give you a perfect example. Clay Thompson got the money, been to sit down for two more years, uh, for one more year, which have been two years. He got yes. rich. He did Sitting on his rich. butt, you know, because he, he signed that rich. contract. So you got to be. Sometimes you have to be smart about that. Get the money first. And then you can move on to wherever yes you want to go. You see what I'm saying? Correct. Uh, in in the sense with um with the beard man, he ain't finna play. Look like until he get a contract. He just so came back to the Houston Rockets now. today. I, I, he, he just he came just, back to the Houston yeah. Rockets practice facility today. He uh, today, yeah. today, COVID protocol. I he didn't, no, I thought I thought he didn't show up today. No, he showed up today. Under, 
He officially he showed up the, today. Uh, no, he, he, did, he, he, he showed up. He, he passed uh, COVID protocol today. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But he showed up Sunday. My, my, today. My yeah. thing is, is this, me personally for Houston right now, to be the smartest thing for Houston to do right now is try to get rid of James Harden. You know what you I'm saying? Because the man is showing you, the man is showing you he don't want to be there. Don't kick off the season and you still Wait, got him. Can like I y'all you? going to the playoffs somewhere. Can I pause you mid-sentence? I'm We're going to come back to James Harden right fast. But I want to ask okay, this because we was on this Lakers topic. With LeBron them being there, and signing for, you know, they're going to be there for more than, we know for sure they're going to be there three more years, LeBron and AD. You know, the Lakers yeah. looking like they have one of the best benches in basketball. How yeah. much longevity do we think the Lakers will have? Do we think that they will win two, well, let me rephrase that. Do we think the Lakers will win two or more championships in the near future or what? I say at least two. I give them one. Yeah, these two. I give them one. Two. I give them one. And I'm going to tell you the reason why I say one. It depends on Anthony Davis. I'm going to keep saying that to y'all. It depends on Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Depend on his health. You know, it depends on everything. depends on, to me, it's Anthony. And you got to understand something, too. I'm going to give y'all something else. God forbid. LeBron mm-hmm. is getting older. He's not going to be yeah. being able to run up and down that court. Even in our minds, you can do all of the... Uh, 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 health, lift weights, do whatever he's doing to keep himself healthy. When but that body breaks down, I'm, I'm gonna say that means I'm nothing. Say I think that I they got a good bench to help LeBron if that happened, though, this year. I think I feel that, like, I feel like yeah. LeBron, when LeBron get older, he's getting better, though. You know what I'm saying? He's getting wiser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's getting wiser. I ain't gonna say better, but he's getting he's wiser. He's learning how to adjust his play. Yeah, but you gotta understand something. Anybody can have a, a, a tweak ankle. You see what I'm saying? He the way he dunk, he can come down the wrong way. He gone. Ball game over. Yep. Who was to think that we thought? Hell, Durant is a jump shot shooter. Who was to think that we thought Durant would get hurt shooting jump shots? You see what I'm saying? LeBron come in yeah. dunking like he's a damn gorilla. You see what I'm saying? He coming down with more force on him than Durant did. And look what happened to Durant. I mean, that's because that's of Barker didn't get him no landing room. Yeah. Who oh, uh, uh, you talking about for Durant? Uh, KD, yeah. Uh-huh. I think honestly oh, though. For, yeah, for Durant. Okay. I think honestly though, we seeing LeBron adjust to a different style of play. We seeing him still being able to run up down the court. We saw it this year. But uh his jump shot has improved. I've been looking at his three has improved. Um, I think his fadeaway has to improve better, but he's becoming more, if anything, we we kind of seeing that LeBron is becoming a uh, a phenomenal passer. He's he's getting more assists than he has ever got in any year. He's being able to still rebound the ball. So I think that LeBron will still be effective even if he's not the greatest scorer that he used Yo, to be or something like that. What you like saying, that. Austin? He, he's being effective, but he's still controlling the pace at the game. You know yeah. what I'm saying? When he's, on, when he's on the court, he's not the first option, like you said, Big Dog, because obviously AD is the first option. But he's still controlling the pace, the pace of the game and making you play at his pace. You know, being yeah. a better passer and just being better and being wiser in every st- statistical category. That is true. So yeah. I think that he's uh, he's finding his wisdom as he as he gets. Only older. thing I'm saying with us is this, because y'all still looking at it as a fan. I'm looking at it as being realistic. As you get older, his body is going to start breaking down whether he wanted to or not. 
I'm gonna say that's this too. Last problem. year, I mean, last year LeBron had to play a lot of minutes, though. I'm, I'm, I understand what you're saying. LeBron had to play a lot, a ton of minutes last year. But to me, they didn't have the best bench that they had this year. I think that the way mm-hmm. they can actually play without LeBron and AD on the court at the same time and still be a as dominant team. As long as LeBron and AD is not a y'all looked at that this year. I'm saying no, like they second, they sit, they bench. They, they, I know they they officially went down, but I'm saying this year they have better bench players. They have better bench players this year. Else, I'm just I don't care what you're saying. When LeBron they have and guys AD they can go produce this bench. year without AD and no, they don't. You know. They're not going to have guys. They're going to still sit around and wait till one of them come back on that court to do anything. Now y'all watch what I tell y'all. Just watch they got they got this dogs year. on this team that go they can go get their own bucks this year. Um, yeah. Uh, we mm-hmm. we look at uh what's his name um um Wayne um I forgot it uh, Wesley Matthews we look at Wesley Matthews he can go get his own bucket Dennis Schroeder for sure can get his own bucket Wes Howell can go get his bucket Marquise Morris can go get his bucket Kuzma can put in buckets and KCP can put in buckets so those you can put in any one of those guys in the lineup and they will produce so you can take AD off and LeBron off at the same time and still see the same productivity that the that the Lakers have. But uh, let's ask well, this. This is going to have started yet because we don't we don't know if KC uh, gonna. I mean, uh, uh, Kuzma gonna be on the team because they still yeah. trying to trade him. Yeah, I mean, even without Kuzma, Kuzma, though, they still have. You don't even know. You don't even know if he gonna be on the thing. Marcus Moore don't look like he was playing until LeBron and them came back in the game. When they weren't in the game, that man was missing every time. You know, know. what I seen last year. So I don't well, know. Well, Marcus Morris ain't the only guy that I named on his team that can ball out. So the, the Lakers, when I seen last year, the Lakers are are at their best when he's on, when Morris on the court though. I seen that is when true. they run Morris, AD, and LeBron at the same time. They they're at their best. That's it what I'm saying. True. I said when AD and them was out, Morris didn't do anything. It was like a lot of guys like that on the Lakers, like KCP. It was like he was all those like guys. they was lost on the court, man. That's what was I, I was looking at. So I just want to ask this one last. Uh, I'm gonna. Throw out this statement. Uh, we sent. We starting to see a lot of guys get COVID. Uh, we just looked at the research and we said forty eight guys just c- contracted COVID at the start of this NBA season and practice is starting. Preseason is about to start. So just mm-hmm. um, yes or no? Do we think the NBA bubble is? Should they go back to the NBA bubble? Or I say yeah. They, they, the they said they're not going back to the bubble. But what they're going to do is start finding players and teams. But, but we've seen we, we 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 we've seen that we can you can't control this this pandemic. No, what they can, what you what you can control is your you your personal you. But you yourself. will have to set these control. guys. But you will have to box these guys into some type of bubble. It, whether it's in a They're facility doing a hotel. They, yeah, they, they already said it. They said they said it's no bubble. It is. It's up to the teams. And what's going to happen with the teams is it the teams. And players are going to start getting fined, is what they're saying. You know what I'm saying? So, it be and they're talking about, and they're talking about the ones who is not following protocol. If you're not following the protocol, you're going to get fined, and the team is going to get fined. But they're not doing the bubble because it's impossible. But I'm telling you, you remember what I just named off with the Bulls schedule? You remember what I named off to you, Austin? That's mm-hmm. what's going to happen when it comes time that if you play in Houston, you're going to play Houston two times. It's like Your the first mini game series. Be with Houston, 
Right, and your third game going to be with Houston. You're not going to leave the city of Houston until y- y'all done playing each other. That's If you look at the way the Bulls' schedule is set up, that's what I told you was going to happen. Because it doesn't make sense you play Houston, fly over to play the Lakers, come back and play Houston, and all that makes no sense. So you have to structure the contract – I mean, the, the, uh, the, the, uh, the um, your schedule. If you're playing Houston, let me make them play Houston again in two more days. I'll just stay in Houston. You know, that way it'll stop some of this stuff. And to be honest, I agree. I feel like they shouldn't. Um, I like what the league is doing by not putting these guys in a bubble. Because Austin, you think they should be in a bubble, but I feel like they shouldn't be in a bubble. It should be their responsibility to, like Big Dollar said, keep your personal space safe and putting responsibility into these guys' hands to keep not, not only yourself, but everybody around you safe. So... If they could just learn how to keep each other safe, we could all we could we could have things back in the arena in no time. Yeah, it's just it's it's just a big right there. It, it it's just a kind of a big ill for me. That's all I have to say about that. So we gonna this is the last thing we're gonna talk about, man, and we gotta wrap it up, man. Let's talk all about right. this trade. Russell Westbrook traded to the Washington Wizards for John Wall to the Houston Rockets. What do we think? Good trade. I think the Wizards Who won, won the trade. trade. Washington came out. The, the Washington I think Washington Wizards came out with the better deal. I do too. Yeah, I think Washington with the better Houston deal. Because right now, and y'all got to understand something. Right now, you don't know how John Wall is going to play. That man been out the league what two and a half years. You don't yeah. know how that man is coming back. You don't know how he going to play. You don't know how he going to perform. You don't know what was he doing during his re- rehab. At least that's one thing I can say about Durant. During Durant's rehab, they He's showed him, up. him sitting in a chair, shooting jump shots. The man was constantly shooting jump shots, sitting in a chair and making them. You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying nobody knows what John Wall has been doing for the last two years. You know what I'm saying? So you don't know. know. The reason I said Washington won this trade because Big Dog just hit it on the head. We don't know how John Wall going to be. And they just and the Rockets just signed Boogie. Boogie haven't played a complete game of basketball in like one year. Yeah. Has Boogie ever completed yeah. a season? Have he ever completed a season? That's what I'm saying. He completed one in like the last four seasons. That's what like I'm saying. You know, I would never pick up Big Boogie. I would have never, ever picked up Boogie. Because every time you look so around, that man hurt. I think he was Boogie Golden, still produced, look, he, though. Look, think about this. When he was down there with Golden State, was he hurt? He didn't play to, he didn't play to the end of the season. See what I'm saying? Yep. Always hurt. I wouldn't dare pay, uh, pick up Boogie, but man. It, I wouldn't pick them up. And the reason I say Washington won this trade because me, everybody in this in this show know that well, Westbrook going to give you night in, night out. He's going to give you 110% on out. both That's, ends of the court. That man is one of the hardest working NBA players, players in, in the, the game. game. Whether you like him, you know Bradley Bill. or not. Yep. Yes. Oh, my God. And you and Bradley Bill. For and Bradley Bill, one of the most underrated snub yeah. players in the league, and he's producing phenomenal numbers. Yes. So, so you add you add Westbrook with a with a prolific score like Bill coming off a season average thirty one a game. I think you. I yeah. think we can all agree and say we could put Washington back in the playoff mix in the East. They yes. definitely in the mix. Yes. They they definitely in the mix just with those two guys built off their sales. So I think and I Washington like I won because around them too. Uh, I gotta look back at the supporting cast. I'm not too sure. Thomas Bryant. Thomas Bryant is pretty good. He's pretty they good, but it's still a uh, uh, if. Ew, like it's still a gift about with Ricky they drafted. He pretty good too. Yeah, yeah, that is true. So we just gotta see how it plays out. Uh, cause I know they got the uh, they got a good team, and I think they're gonna fare pretty well in the East because Houston yeah. is in shackles. 
if we like no, it or not. That, yes. Houston is just broken apart right now, to be honest. And I kind of hate that with the uh, with Silas coming in, man. I really hate that because I thought yeah, he was going to have him a decent team coming in as being a first-year coach. But look like they starting all over, man. Yeah. You know, I don't know. And it might be a good I thing because now – you know what? It might be a good thing because now Salas can build a team of where he wanted to be. You know what I'm saying? This way he don't have to deal with Westbrook. He don't have to deal with Hardy. So now he can build a chemistry of the team the way and he really wanted to be. So it might be a good thing for him. It may and be. That's why, that's why I got to agree with you, big dog. I got to agree with you, Terry, because I feel like it, it's, it's the smart move for the Houston is just try to get rid of Hardy because if you don't get rid of Hardy, you're going to have to put it with his attitude as possible. Again. As quick as possible. I know they want the right deal, but damn, you mm-hmm. what, what's going on with him right now, he's showing you he do not want to play for y'all anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Nah, gotta, get him out of there. You, you, you got to, you know what I'm saying? Just got to do what's uh, best for the organization. Like Hold I on see, to a guy like him is not good. Like, you got to get rid of him as yeah. quick as possible, because if you don't get rid and of him, I'm going to tell y'all like this. Attitude, a whole nother season. I'm, I'm going to tell you like this, Jay. Hey, Jay, think about this, too, because preseason start, well, for the Bulls, to start Friday. I don't know if they yep. start Thursday or not, but I know for the Bulls, it's Friday. Now, I know the Lakers play think the about to start off the preseason Wednesday, I think. Okay, and the not Bulls this, not Friday. Wednesday, I know that next, next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. But think about this, Jay. This is what I'm saying like this, Jay. Uh, you coming in as a new coach with Silas. I know that James Harden has this thing that he 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 don't want to be here anymore. Why would I want to start my my preseason right now? With you know, yeah. I'm in I'm in arms because you don't even know. Do this man is this man gonna play for you or not? Do I put him in the lineup? Do I put him on the start? You don't know what to do right now. But from you know? but so from you to me. But from um, Houston perspective, it's gonna be kind of hard to get rid of Harden because he still, he has a big contract. You got to think about that too. That not if they deal. Too. Not if they deal with Philly. Not as they deal with Philly because he just made the statement when he came back today and they interviewed him. Not only going to Brooklyn, he said he would. He would. He they can talk for him for Philly or any other contending team. He's not going yes. to a non-contending team. But, um, Philly got something Darryl to Moore, move. Philly got a lot of. Think about this though. Philly got a lot of moving parts that he'll fit well down there in Philly too. He would fit well. Murray, so but I, I think it's just a brand. They say they don't want to get rid of their two young stars. They already came out and said that today. Yeah, I I, I think that, so I don't know. I think it's gonna kind of be still. I think they need to get rid of them, but it's gonna it's not gonna be what Houston wants. And at yep, the end right. of the day, nah. it, they they gonna have to sacrifice uh a lot because a lot of teams not gonna give up too much for Harden. You know, it, it's crazy as that sounds, but uh, I think we got to end it off right there, guys. But well, great <laughs> show, man. We we've been talking for a while, but hey, um, I'm just looking at the game. It's actually Tuesday night football. It's crazy as that sounds. My Cowboys have just uh given up another touchdown to the to the Ravens. It's 24 <laughs> to 10, man. It's uh, I'm gonna give y'all something to think about. I'm gonna give y'all something to think about, and y'all listen to me very carefully because I think it's going to happen. The NFL was experiencing something because of COVID. COVID actually helped the NFL out. I'm going to say what I want to say. NFL about to have a, a football game, not only on Thursday, not only on Sunday. Watch and see what – not only on Monday. They're going to start having it Tuesday, Wednesday, because it's working. The ratings are up. Yeah. 
when you have it on odd days. It is worth it. it. Is. Watch what I tell y'all. It's not going to be just Sunday, Monday, and Thursday. They're going to spread it out. They're going to spread it out. They're going to yeah, spread I, it out. I, yes, they're going to spread it out. I definitely can't see that. It's not going to be all, you know what's going to happen? They're going to split the, all them games that's coming on Sunday. It ain't going to be just all on Sunday. They're going to add it to other days. Yeah. Like, look, what they were doing because of COVID, they have two games on Monday. You see what I'm saying? Two games on Monday. You don't know what I'm saying? Now we have a game on Tuesday. You see? Yeah. So but this is not going to stop. This is an experiment. Night, this right now is an experiment <clears throat> for the NFL. Y'all just watch yeah. what I tell you. It's, yeah. it's a smart marketing yeah. move, to be honest. It's a very yeah. smart marketing move. Because like you just said, Austin, who was to ever think that we'd be watching football on a Tuesday? On a Tuesday, that's crazy. I'm I'm, in my head, I'm still thinking it's Monday night. I'm thinking it's a Monday night game. Yeah, me you know too. That's, and it's I'm thinking. Tuesday. I love them having football on every night. I can watch football every night. Yeah, because it gives you something to watch. It gives you something to watch. Yeah. But, uh, but hey, we got to cut it off right there, man. Thanks for you watching. Rip your side. Hopefully you enjoy and come back and listen to us more. Rip your side. What side you picking? <laughs>